Hey guys, uh, Hiccup here. Just wanted to say before the podcast starts that uh, Brian and I didn't get to fully talk about it during the podcast, and I don't think we plan to just because we mainly stick to the stuff going on in like the nerd world. But uh, we do want to say we are in full support of Ukraine uh, during these tough times, and I just wanted to let you guys know that uh, we we support them. And uh, thanks. That I think that's pretty much it. I don't want to make this drag on longer than it needs to be. Enjoy the podcast, guys. Thanks. Girl loves her mind in my business, so worry about your own. Stick with the fast food, cause I am homegrown. Boy is hand-breaded, got too much soul. Grandma's foot in it, bless her heart and soul. Over your head, well, it's out of my hands. You are beneath me, you don't understand. Keeping it real, cause I can't help it. Sometimes you just got to be a bit selfish. Sometimes you just got to be a bit selfish. Sometimes you just got to be a bit selfish. Keeping it real, cause I can't help it. Sometimes you just got to be a bit selfish. The long-awaited Nintendo Switch RPG officially canceled. This article was written by Tyler Fisher, March 5th, 2022. Uh... And it's from comicbook.com, by the way. That was yesterday. <laughs> yeah, that was yesterday. A long-awaited Nintendo Switch, Nintendo Switch Lite, Nintendo Switch OLED RPG has been canceled after several previous delays. Had to fill that word count out. Uh, many of the best RPGs of the last decade or so uh, are available on the Nintendo Switch. For example, The Witcher 3 Wild Hunt did not launch on the Nintendo Switch, but okay, go off. Skyrim uh, did not launch on the <laughs> Nintendo Switch. Also, Skyrim came out in, like, 2011. Yeah. What decade are we talking about? I don't care what system you played it on. That was a PS3, Xbox 360, PS, PC game. Yeah, yeah. That's exactly what the fuck it was. That got ported to everything else. Was it Uh, on the Wii U? Yes. (laughs) Imagine. I played Skyrim (laughs) on the fucking Wii U. (laughs) (laughs) I want to say yes. It was. I didn't have a Wii U, so I don't know. <laughs> I bought the Wii U just to play Skyrim. And that... Nigga, what? <laughs> Look at these graphics. <laughs> My other screen, boy. Uh, and The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild 2. Which not does yet. not exist yet. Yes, yeah. not out yet. So, okay. But it's a, on. one of the best RPGs of all time. So Of the decade. Of the decade. Uh, for all we know, we might have the shitty luck of... Breath of the Wild 2 not even fucking coming out this okay. decade. Also, funny thing, the decade is only two years in. Of the decade. Yeah. Of the fucking decade, of the decade. Ryan. And the ga- two of the games that were mentioned were released last decade. Yeah. And one of them doesn't exist yet. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, great Craftsmanship. Uh, these are probably the three best RPGs of the last ten years or so. That's mm, mm, no. Most that's I, a that's a bit. The Witcher I can give you. I yeah. haven't played The Witcher, but it's so heavily beloved. Yeah, that I I can't refute that yeah. that argument. Skyrim, in hindsight, kind of gets yeah. less and less for me. It's like it's good, but it's we we talked about it before where we were like. That game was amazing the first time you play it. It's, and it's then, good for its time. Yeah. Like, I feel like The Witcher is a game that can be timeless. Yeah. 
Like The Witcher 3 specifically is a game that's probably going to be timeless. It's a game that I haven't bought on Steam, even though it's been on sale for less than $10 so many times, like mm -hmm. the Wild Hunt edition, where I've looked at it and I was like, I'll wait for the next sale. I'm and, in no and, rush. And people always say, like, you don't need to play the other two, really. I'm just like, but for me, I'm just like, ah, oh, but I want to. Yeah. No, but I, I could I could put up a, a bunch of other RPGs that I think deserve, you know, of the decade. Uh, one good example is a, is a staple of mine. Uh, Dragon Quest XI S, Echoes of an Elusive Age Definitive Edition, is probably one of the best JRPGs of the decade. Uh, Trails, of Trails of Cold Steel. Uh, specifically three and four. Love those games. Those games are fan fucking tastic. Uh, I can I can name some stuff. Surprisingly, I I would want to nominate Bug Fables in the top because I've been I turns out I was kind of playing the game wrong. Oh word. There's a lot of combinations you can do Ooh, with the attacks and the like characters. Sounds like you need another playthrough. Yep. Okay. <laughs> and you just reminded me, Yakuza Like a Dragon. Oh yeah. Fan fucking tastic game. So good. Square Enix is Avengers. Top tier Shut RPG. The fuck up. We're not talking about that. But we will talk about Tales of Arise. Because probably... The more I think about it, yeah, I could put it in the decade. It'd probably be in the lower end. It was really fucking good, though. Don't get me wrong. Uh, it was my favorite game of last year. But... Uh, Honorable mention, not as, like, top tier RPG but an RPG that when I played it, I was like, wow, I didn't expect this amount of quality out of a game like this. And that is Fra South Park Fractured Butthole. Okay. It actually has really good, <laughs> like you don't expect it to. And then it just but it, it, it you're sneaks like, up. And you're like, oh, okay. I remember you played a lot of that, yeah. That was a fun game. Um, Yeah. I, that's a big reach. Also, did yeah. we get like two Xenoblade Chronicle games? Don't yeah, people love it, that game? And we're getting a third one? Yeah, that definitely belongs on Fire the list. Fire Emblem Three Houses? <laughs> well, there's been some incredible RPGs. Any of the Persona. Persona 5 Royal? <laughs> yeah. Do you, you... You don't want to get me started. I did a five-part series of Persona 5 Royal. I bet this... That's how much I love that game. I bet the same um, writer released an article about why Elden Ring either is the greatest game of all time or is not good because it doesn't cater to every player. One of those two articles they wrote right before the game came out. In, in the defense of like it being the greatest game, I've heard it's fantastic. I heard it's fantastic too. <laughs> I'm a broke boy though, so I can't get it. Yeah, I was, I was watching our buddy Pat play it last night a bit and I was oh, like, yeah? oh, I was yeah. watching, it didn't look like it was like as clunky as the Souls games, but mm, still okay. like every mo movement kind of counted. Okay. So I was like, good, good. I, I, it, lo it looked interesting. The world of it looked interesting too, like the scale of it. I might actually try again with the Souls games. On you can this. just travel around and be like, oh shit. <laughs> like yeah. I, I like the idea of that. That sounds cool. And the co-op thing too. So where was I? Uh, the 10 years or so. That said, one game hardcore RPG fans of the genre on Switch have to be waiting for his pillars of it. Oh, I see what they were. Okay, I'm not gonna read the article anymore. <laughs> um, so the article wasn't specifically talking about a Switch exclusive RPG. Oh. The article was just talking about RPGs that get ported to the Switch or just multi-plat and just also happen to be on the Switch. Uh, like the great port, Breath of the Wild 2. Yes. <laughs> the great unreleased port, Breath of the Wild 2. Um, but 
Pillars of because Pillars of Eternity Two Deadfire has been out. It's been out for a while. Okay. You can get it on Game Pass. I've played a little bit of it. That's something I need like time where I'm actually not doing anything else to sit down and focus on. But it looks right up my alley in terms of like, damn, you could do a lot of shit in this motherfucker. I'm <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, so I'm I'm gonna come back to it. But that game's been out. So they're saying, I guess, it's being canceled to be ported for the Switch. They just did, you know, a super roundabout, let's do an article uh, to fill out time and space and get them ads in to just just talk about that. Yeah. <laughs> and they got me. They got they got five, six minutes out of me. Yeah, they did. They Because they, they did exactly their job. They knew you were going to be like, what? This is some bullshit. Let me they, see what this they, article yeah, says. Yeah, they clickbaited the fuck out of me. <laughs> Bruh, it's, it's just so funny how, like, anybody, any fucking person can get on the internet and just kind of say some some rabble about some bullshit about anime or games or any of that kind of Music, shit. You know, they, they just bullshit. They just kind of spew out this bullshit and act like they're just so upper than everybody else. Right. They, they just think that their opinions are pretty, pretty factual and... You know, they can say whatever they want. Think they're hot shit because they made like 365. Yeah. Ooh. Anywho, guys, welcome back to the 40 Ounce Fridays podcast. This is season five, episode 101. <laughs> the podcast that was once number three in Argentina for animation and manga. Dude, we were. <laughs> we we go in and out of Japan a little bit. Really? Very low ranked in Japan, but in and out of Japan's top 250. Wow. We'll be somewhere between like 230, 250. But I'll, I'll see it every now and then. I'll get an email saying that we charted. So I'm just like, huh. That's really cool. <laughs> That's interesting. Okay. Okay, okay. Y'all fucking with us. Thank you, thank you. Um, but yeah, guys, this is season five. And we continue with uh, we don't know how to do intros because I just randomly saw that article link. And I was just like, you know what? I'm going to just read it on the podcast. Yeah. And that's how we open things up. But we are glad to be back. It has been a minute since episode 100. You had the brunch special to, you know, feed you a little bit. Hope you pre-gamed all your mimosas enough. <laughs> we we out here. We back. We doing it again. And we doing it to them big, you know? Yeah. Uh, so we're just going to we're, we're gonna jump right into it. We got a new format going on. Uh, some new things we want to try out. And we hope you enjoy it. It's kind of similar to how I used to do the podcast. Except I do feel like it's going to be much more constructed uh, now that we have actually have a game plan for it. So, um, without further ado, we'll we'll just we'll just move into the quick news. Uh, I'm here with you know the boy. You already know who it is from season four. It's me, <laughs> it's, Mr. It's, Dave. It's Ryan Daisy. <laughs> they call me Days. <laughs> Always good to have you, sir. Always good pleasure. to be here. So. Let's start off uh, our our soft reboot, our Pokemon Black and White, so to speak. Yeah. Hey. Uh, <laughs> hey. That's the episode. Look. Yeah. P- Pokemon Black. You're Pokemon White. I'm Pokemon Black. Oh fuck. <laughs> <laughs> okay, guys, we're gonna move into the quick news. Uh, we're gonna be playing catch up mainly on this episode. We're gonna, we're trying to focus on more current events for the main podcast as we uh, do our side podcast, branching out stuff on just anything, whether it be past, present, future. So current events what's been happening recently in the world of gaming uh a game i had my eye on for a minute recently came out around uh well not recently now it came out on valentine's day uh king of fighters 15 king of fighters 15 came out love it love it just gonna uh this is not a full review or anything like that these are just my quick thoughts of what i played i play it here and there i've been playing some other stuff too uh but it it feels smooth it looks really good compared to king of fighters 14 
Whew, it's, it looks way. I don't know if you guys have ever seen King of Fighters 14, but it was their first time moving the 3D. And the models themselves weren't bad, but the lighting was off, so the game just looked kind of fucking ugly. Uh. Which sucked because it played really well. <laughs> it just looked really bad. King of Fighters 15 looks really good. It feels nice. It plays nice. I do feel like inputs and certain actions you can do are a lot easier in this King of Fighters game compared to previous ones. That does not make the game easier, I would say. Like, if if you're new to this, you're probably going to ease into, like, the controls a lot more than when compared to other King of Fighters games. The inputs are not super complicated. But if you run into someone, which you will, because niggas love King of Fighters, especially in Mexico and Brazil. Um, <laughs> if you run into, like, somebody from Mexico playing KOF and you get online with them, prepare to be eviscerated. Uh, these people are true masters of the game. They know everything inside and out. They know all the combos. They can break you down no problem with barely any meter. The meter game in this game is also super fun. Like, like you could do some interesting stuff with the meter and the max modes and the quick max modes. And I'm not giving it justice talking about it here. This is just my quick overall thoughts of what I played. I'm a very casual fighting game player. But this game is fun. If you're a casual player, you're going to have a good time. If you're a pro, you're going to have a good time. If you love King of Fighters... You're probably having a great time right fucking now playing it. I know you are. Uh, DLC is coming out. The game launched with 39 characters. That is a lot of characters. That is a lot of characters. And we're getting DLC, because King of Fighters is mainly a team-based game, 3v3. Uh, we're getting the DLC, the season pass, has four more teams coming. So that's 12 additional characters. Plus there's another character slot on the selection screen that I noticed was singled by itself. And I believe that's supposed to be another character. So 13 DLC characters are coming uh, if you bought the Season 1 pass. Uh, the first way... Well, no. I think it's a Season 1 and a Season 2. So you get 6 in the first one, 6 in the second. I don't remember for sure. But I, I bought the Deluxe Edition, so I'm getting the, the, the first two teams. Uh, one team is being led by uh, Rock Howard, a very popular character in the Mark of Wolves games as well as the King of Fighter games, even though he does kind of appear to be loved here in a lot of games. His team's coming with a few other uh, popular old school favorites. And then, you know the boy Geese Howard had to come in with a villainous team. <laughs> so he's coming too. So uh, I believe Rock's team comes in late this month. I don't remember when Geese's team comes in. Though. But um, story mode of King of Fighters 15, it's whatever. Uh, King of Fighters story modes are always kind of just whatever. They're just to get you to point A to point B. It's an excuse to see like why these characters are here for this tournament and why the team compositions are why, how they are. Yeah. Because team members switch up now and then for plot purposes. But it was a fun time, dude. I really enjoy it. It's always nice to just hop in, play a few matches, and just hop off. It's nice. That's cool. Yeah. So, uh, highly recommended if you're a fighting game fan. I do have to... I've always wondered about that game. I've never played a King of Fighters game. No. Never played one. I recommend this one. This one is definitely... Um, it's easier to pick up compared to the other ones, I would say. Okay. Like I said, the inputs are are a lot simpler. I wouldn't say they're as forgiving. You still, the King of Fighters kind of has very strict inputs, but they're easier to pull off. Like you're not gonna have a hard time going in the training mode to practice moves. You're you're gonna be able to do every move. You might not be able to do them consistently at first, but you'll at least be like, okay, I know I can do it. 
Yeah. Because in older games, a lot of those combinations looked fucking wild, and you actually had to know what you were doing to get something off. Uh, so now, it, I feel like it's a lot simpler. There was a little bit of issues, like controversy, people complaining that like there's like an auto combo in the game. And there is, but honestly, it's not a very big utility in terms of like playing online. Like you can rapidly tap, like, I think it's just the the light punch button. Ooh, excuse me. And um, you'll do a combo. And if you have meter, you'll do like one of your specials or your, your super attacks, depending on how much meter you have. But you're probably not going to do that because you don't want to just suddenly burn meter. You want to keep your combo going as long as possible. So that's where people just spamming buttons trying to have fun. Yeah. You're not going to take that online and fucking wreck people. You're, you're just not. <laughs> so relax, guys. Relax. It's not that big of a deal. Um, but yeah, that's that's King of Fighter 15. So, uh, Ryan, you had something you wanted to talk about for quick news. Um, so... There was uh, something I discussed with you off podcast um, about uh, Futurama. Yes. So uh, a lot of people have heard that yes, Futurama yes. is coming back. It. Again, uh, after yeah. having, like, what now, four series finales? Uh, yeah, no, this, we're about to get a fifth one. Four fantastic series finales, too. Yeah, each one is great. It gets canceled every time. <laughs> but <laughs> let me tell you, them series finales don't miss. It was funny. I was actually watching um, it through with Marilyn. Uh, we finished the movies and then we took a little bit of break and then right it was like a couple of days after we finished the movie like the, the fourth one into mm. the wild green yonder Futurama revival got announced but then it got announced also that so far John DiMaggio was the only one yeah. not signed on yeah um fun fact I believe he's also Jake the dog right yeah yeah He's my Jake. Favorite of, my favorite Adventure Time character. He's Jake the dog. Um, he's a lot of people. He's yeah. actually... He's a very uh, prolific voice actor. He's going to be in the live action live action um, interview with a vampire that's coming out. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay. it's interesting. I'm like, okay, cool. He's a really good actor, and he knows his worth, and he fight. He's a really good guy. I, I consider him the, the Chris Sabat of, like, a more Americanized cartoons. Yeah, in terms similar of voice stuff too. Yeah, exactly. Uh, they always I, have the same vibe. I, I don't mean to interrupt you, but I can't wait until we get to some of the later episodes of Yu Yu Hakusho. Ryan uh -huh. and I are finally watching Yu Yu Hakusho together, so expect um, some deep dive esque uh, podcast episodes talking about each arc. Ryan so far finished the the first like five episodes. Yeah, so that's the first arc. But um, some of the voice performances, man. When we get to those later parts, there's one scene. Oh God, it's so good. There's just some really good speeches, and it's yeah. just like, y'all went into the booth and did this, bro, <laughs> and I fucking appreciate y'all. I can't wait to see it, man. I can't yeah. wait to see it. But Bender. But, um, <laughs> yeah, so the whole controversy was, is John DiMaggio like, being like, do I get more money? I'm Bender. I should get more money. Or is he I fighting mean, yeah. for something? And when you mm -hmm. get down to the roots, a lot of people were trying to say that he was trying to just get more money, and they're like, just do the job. Make your fans happy, and... Like that's not what the job is about, guys. Yeah, like, like I like I get that, and he probably loves playing Bender. Yeah, it's not just like oh, I only do it for the money, but it's also like, yo, this is his career. Yeah, like if he wants more money and he thinks he should be worth more money, why not fight to be paid more? Yeah, but especially I Bender is probably like one of the most 
prolific or like he, one of the most popular characters in Futurama. He I is, want to say he is the most popular character. Yeah, in terms of like he has on every art of it. Like if someone he's he's like all all those kind of character shows have that kind of character. He's like the Roger the alien, mm-hmm. the the Rick. Like when that- you when you like think of Futurama, you think the two things I think of like first are Bender and the the ship. Yeah. Those are the first two things that come to mind. Zoidberg and then maybe, too. It's Zoidberg too. Then maybe like Fry and Leela and it yeah. goes from there. It's it's a fantastic show. Oh yeah. I will say we uh, we did start the, the Comedy Central run and um, it, it did open up with a funny joke where mm. they appear back in Earth on the other side of the wormhole like right away, and it's like it seems we've entered like a new kind of Central, a Comedy Central, if you will. And Amy's just like. Oh, I get it. And then the, <laughs> the episode just starts. It's fantastic. Okay. But that's great. Also, uh, Comedy Central episodes do have a completely different vibe. Mm, it's I, a I'm sure they whole do. different vibe of a show. I'm sure they do. It's interesting. You always kind of notice that feel when a show moves to a new network. Yeah. Uh, the last two seasons of Brooklyn Nine-Nine moved from Fox to... Um, forget what it was. I think it was like Channel 2 or something like that. It was like NBC, that. right? Or NBC. It's on um, Peacock. They're good. Like, don't get me wrong. I, I still I still haven't finished the last season of Brooklyn Nine-Nine purely because I'm not ready emotionally <laughs> to finish Brooklyn Nine-Nine. And it's the last season's short. I think I only have, like, six more episodes. But I'm just like, bro, I'm not ready. <laughs> like, damn, this is really it? But, like, you can tell there's kind of a difference. Yeah. It's not like, it's not like hurting them. No, like the show's still fantastic. It's still like the same humor, and it's still like <laughs> that's good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah, um, you notice that vibe when a show moves networks. Yeah, I um, but I don't know if you heard, hmm. the deal has been finalized. Mm, they well. they John DiMaggio is back, and it if you look at look through it all, he was fighting for better pay for the team. Okay. Yeah. Okay. This is Futurama. This is like yeah, this is a big thing, bro. If you're, if you're want to trying to pull it, it had a perfect ending, and if you're trying to pull it back, perfect ending which four is, times. I know, but <laughs> it's like one of those shows where it, when it gets revived, you're just like, okay, cool, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. all right, like fuck, I'll go through it again. Yeah. <laughs> um, from what I hear, it might be just be like one season. Okay, I'd be fine with that. Yeah, I I'd be totally fine if we just got one extra season. Yeah. Because it's sad that, like, even though the Comedy Central run had some episodes are some of the top ten of the series. Mm. Like, the specifically the one I'm thinking of is the one where Fry, the Professor, and Bender go into the time machine that can only go forward. And yeah. they end up keep going forward. That is one of the best episodes of the series. Oh, and that's... I, I, Dude, you just sent, like, a jolt through my brain. That is the, like, sixth episode of the first Comedy Central season. It's real. That's a really good one. Yeah, but I'm just I'm excited that I get we get John DiMaggio as Bender. I I I wouldn't watch it. I wouldn't watch no, it. No, because it wouldn't be the same. Yeah. It's one of those. It's too deep. It's too deep. Like we're already like um we we were just talking about Ruby before the podcast started. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> when uh Crow's voice actor got switched, that was still weird. Yeah. Like it, it's because because we've been so used to him. He was like. It was like eight volumes, right? Um, or no, seven volumes. Yeah. And then volume eight is changed. But um, at least with the, that wasn't nearly as long. Oh, only six because he came in in seven. Oh, you're right. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So, but still. so again, that wasn't nearly as long. 
as like when you think of like a character as prolific as Ben, it's been decades. Mm -hmm. Like, like that has been Bender for like that would be so weird. Yeah, if it was a different part, and they wouldn't be able to pull it off. Yeah, I would. I would like appreciate their effort. I wouldn't shit on them, but I don't think you could. No one else could do that. Yeah, it's one of those things where it just. You just it, you can't live without that character. It's one of those things. Like it's oh like, yeah, that's how seventy show like, it's weird, but it's not only like Eric leaving and Kelso leaving, but shortly before that the series started having a downfall. I just realized this when Lori was. Gone. You're right. Yeah, it was still like solid. Yeah, but yeah, you you start to notice declines when certain characters leave. Yeah. That was so weird. Season eight, <laughs> season eight of that seventy show was so fucked. Thank God they ended it after season eight. Yeah. I because if it was multiple seasons of that, that would have just tarnished it. I feel like that doesn't hurt it as bad because I'm like, well, okay, well at least that was the last one, whatever. Yeah. And Eric and Kelso were in the end. Yeah. Uh, so. And it hints that Eric still ended up with Donna. Yeah, like yeah. You, it still leaves you kind of like hopeful. Yeah. Like it doesn't give you definitive, which is fine. It didn't. You don't need definitive answers because they were moving into the eighties. It was life. Yeah. I was like, oh, okay, that's cute. I like that. Uh, but God, man, <laughs> season eight had some good moments, but it was so fucking weird. Yeah, it was really was. Like this is some weird fucking bizarro universe where Eric's just a bland fucking white dude. They were, they were like, if we bring Tommy Chong back, maybe people will like it. And like, yeah, he was a great part it of was season cool, eight, but but. I who the fuck is this white dude? Yeah. <laughs> it's just a bland white... Well, Eric was a bland white dude that turned into an interesting character yeah. because you watched him grow up with these influences around him. That was the point. Yeah. <laughs> like, that, he was growing up in the 70s. That was the, that was the point. Like, yeah. that's it's, what made it cool. I don't know who this fucking person is. Exactly. Who the fuck are you? Yeah. Like, I don't care. Some guy named Randy now walking through the foreman's house going like, Randy. Hey, Kitty, I'm banging your, your son's girl. <laughs> like... Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, yeah. fuck him. <laughs> no, no hate to the actor that played him. That character is just so. It was so unnecessary. I could have just just don't have Eric and Kelso. You don't yeah. need to replace them. <laughs> like, geez. you know, um, something kind of going back to Futurama a bit. Um, for like one more thing. Mm -hmm. Um, it was I meant to screenshot it, but my you know the phone glitches and you re refresh and you're yeah, like, yeah, oh, yeah, I can't yeah, find yeah. it. No, I know. It was reply in a Twitter uh, feed or something about the Futurama season when John DiMaggio it got confirmed that he was back. Mm -hmm. Everyone was excited in the comments, but one person was like, bro, like who even asked for this though? Like oh, it ended sure. and it was one of those who asked for this arguments that you always see in everything. And I finally saw a viable answer. Okay. To that question. Okay. Someone said, I didn't ask for this. I was content with how the series ended the first, the second, the third, and the fourth time. Yeah. But then they were like, we're going to give you more. And I was like, cool. If it's good, I'll enjoy it. Yeah. So I'm here for more. You don't have to ask for things. You don't have to write these people and be like, can you make this? If they want to make it, they'll make it. And you just enjoy it or not. And I was like... There it is. Case in point, live There's action the Cowboy Bebop. That's the fucking answer. <laughs> That's the fucking answer to the question. Case in point, live action Cowboy Bebop. They won't watch it. <laughs> <laughs> 
I'm not. I'm not trying to shit on it. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I yeah, was one yeah. of the few people that was like, eh, I was right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I remember you were like, I could see more. And I could see it getting better, and it's gone. Yeah, <laughs> no, I definitely had like hope for it, and then they canceled it. So I was like, you know what? It is what it is. <laughs> but yeah, future Futurama just ends so like perfectly. I think. I think there's like a, a spot of worry for people. It's like, what if this is the time it doesn't end? Well? Yeah. Like, you know, like you, you guys are playing a risky game. You've had two, four good walkaways now. <laughs> Can I ask you what your favorite ending is? Probably the last one. I love the last one a lot, but I've been thinking about it. And my two favorites tied are definitely the first one because it feels like it's not the ending. Mm. It's one of the few that feel like, well, actually both the ones I like feel like they could not be the ending. Okay. Because that, uh, that one's where he's does the holophone opera and mm. she's like, play it. I don't care like if it's sloppy. I want to I want to see how it ends. And then he plays it and they walk off the holograms walk off. To, it's like you're just like, "Oh, my heart." Uh, oh, yeah. The second cool. ending was them going into the wormhole and it was mm. just like, "We'll either make it out or not." So they're just like, "This is the end or it's not." So yeah. it was like, if it ended there, okay. Mm. But the third one is one of my favorites and I forget what the episode is. I just remember the ending is they have on a piece of paper everything that they will do in their lives and like as a couple mm. and they read it and while they're reading it they're like changing from happiness to like sad to like disgust and then like Lila looks at Fry and slaps him and then Fry looks at Lila and slaps her and then <laughs> and at the end they both kind of like tear up and smile and then it ends and I was like fuck that would have been a really fucking good ending oh uh, yeah boy yeah they do <laughs> so good <laughs> i hate this show tv man that's good fucking oh, tv man. oh this Ooh. wasn't on the quick notes Ooh. throw it in shout out to my nigga <laughs> uh, but uh <laughs> but um atlanta is coming back yes <laughs> uh we're recording this on march 6th uh atlanta's coming back march 24th so okay. expect us to talk about atlanta also, uh, I hear season three and season four are airing this year, and those are going to be the last two seasons of the show. Cool. I'm fine with that. I am too. I am too. It's been like long enough to where I'm just like, yeah, they could pull off two seasons in one year. It's one of those shows where every time, every year that I don't hear that another season is being made, I'm like, well, maybe not. Because a lot, unfortunately, a lot of his FX stuff always gets like canceled or shut down. Mm. This is like the only one where it's like, and it's here and it's gone. Yeah. So I, I'm down, like, and so I guess we're getting season three at, you know, March twenty yeah. fourth, and then near the end of the year we'll get season four. I'm and so down. And that's supposed down. to be the ending to the story. I am scared. Have you seen the trailer? I've seen bits of the trailer. Oh, it's so good. Yeah. I've, Atlanta is. It's so hard to describe. Yeah. What Atlanta is? It's so like cool and quirky and unique. It's. I would throw Atlanta in the same kind of genre as whatever the fuck Bojack Horseman is, where you're like, yeah. this is deep and it makes me feel sad, but I'm laughing. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's kind of on the similar tier as that. I would say Bojack Horseman is definitely more depressing. Oh, much more. <laughs> it's much more depressing. Atlanta is just kind of like semi-stressful sometimes. Yeah. You'll be like, what the fuck? It, you're, it's not <laughs> even like a, that stressful a situation. You're just sitting there like, what's going on? Like, yeah. why is this person here? But that's here? why it's so good. It's so well written. Like one of the best episodes is when Homeboy goes to the mansion, the, oh, the white guy. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. 
I need to watch the show. Yeah, well, yeah, we definitely gotta refresh before season three comes yeah, out. Yeah, I think that's what I'm gonna start watching tonight. One of my every time when I talk about it, landed someone who hasn't really watched it or has only seen like maybe like the first two episodes. I'm like, no, you don't know what this show really is yet, because I always bring up the episode when they're at the fucking bar, right, or the club, <laughs> and, <laughs> and they talk about the invisible car, <laughs> and then somebody outside shoots, sh starts shooting outside of the club. And then this dude pulls off in a fucking invisible car. <laughs> and it's, they don't ever address it. They like bring up the idea of an invisible car at the start of the episode. Then that happens yeah. and then they don't fucking the, ever address it. The bit is too. It's like, look, he's got an invisible car and it's Instagram and he's like leaning in the air. And he's and like, bro, he's just doing the thing. Like, come on, man. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, that episode has another one of like my favorite, like when this show kind of borders on is this real life yeah is in it's in that episode when he's trying to get the money from the guy and he like disappears in the crowd like looking at him or like when he like runs up and stands yeah. against the wall and it rotates <laughs> it's a good show guys yeah it's so like you guys are probably like what the fuck like like I, it's so weird but there's so many like relatable moments too another great episode too is the um the the bet one Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Just the whole, the, I love the overarching story of the Dodge Charger. Yes. Where at the end he's just like, hey, it's like, yeah, his wife left him. To He has no money left. But he said, please don't take they, my Dodge Charger. <laughs> it says 99 cents on the kid. It, it does say 99 cents on the kid. <laughs> it's so oh, fucking fantastic. Such a good show, bro. Please, please. It's all Hulu. Take the time. Yeah. And it and the episodes come out on Hulu, I think, like, the day after they come out on FX. Yeah. Because Hulu and FX have their deal. Oh, my God. It's so great for Sunny, too. Oh. Also, another thing. Shoutouts to Crunchyroll and Funimation. A few months ago, they announced, like, a merger kind of deal. So, people are like, when they all go merge the libraries, they are now merging their libraries. Awesome. So, I believe if you have a Funimation account, you might want to cancel that motherfucker soon. Because all that shit is just going to be on Crunchyroll. Plus whatever Crunchyroll has. Yeah. So, that reminds me, I gotta cancel my Funimation account. <laughs> but yeah, it's all gonna be on one platform. Also, uh, the Crunchyroll app is available on Switch. Oh, yeah, it happened that makes a sense. couple of weeks ago. Yeah, so I think it happened like a little before like the library started shifting over. So I guess mm. they were just like, we about to grab an audience. So remember, I I heard that it was like a <laughs> while back or was getting there, and in my head I was like, that makes sense because I've always wondered why like Netflix wasn't on Switch. Or like any of the other apps. Right? They have Hulu. Hulu was the only one they had at first. Yeah. Then they got the Funimation app. And then I think they might have gotten something else, but now they have uh, Crunchyroll as well. It's crazy that they don't even have like Disney Plus. Yeah, it's weird. That, that I could see there. Netflix, I understood why it wasn't on the Switch. For some reason, the aesthetics just didn't fit. Yeah. I feel like eventually it'll happen. Yeah. Eventually they'll just be like, yeah, yeah. It's been five years, man. I, don't... <laughs> I mean, it's been five years and we finally got Crunchyroll. It's been five years and we finally got Bluetooth. <laughs> Hey, we didn't have it before. It was there, though. Nah. Crunchyroll was in the Switch the whole time. They just needed to turn it on. <laughs> Fuck you, Nintendo. No, for real. But also, like, but, I love but you. But G4 reminded me um, about, like, you know, shows you can watch on Crunchyroll because they were talking about it on uh, Attack of the Show. And they're like, now you too can be disappointed by Wonder Egg Priority. And I was like, oh my god. If you guys have not seen Wonder Egg Priority, it is 
13 episodes long, right? Probably like about 10 episodes of just like, damn, this show is really fucking good. Holy shit, it deals with a lot of issues. Look at all these strong female characters. It's four main characters, all female, all young girls. Like, this is great. This is wholesome. This is deep. Uh, episodes 11 and 12, what the fuck is happening? Episode 13 was a special episode made after the original 12 episode airing to give you a conclusion to the story. Made things worse. Oh. <laughs> like, uh, people were not exaggerating when they were like, that show ended really bad. I was like, I'm gonna watch it. Oh, it ended really bad. Shit. It was so good, bro. And then you can just feel like when the story is just like, <laughs> like I was sitting there I was like please don't do this you were doing so good please don't do this it's so good I still say watch it just cause it's just for that that fucking high you ride okay <laughs> for those first like 9 10 episodes once you get to around like episode 10 or 11 that's when it's like oh 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 episode 13 <laughs> mm. cause uh, I'm also gonna say the ending gives you no fucking closure ah fuck that. Why are you gonna add? We're gonna add this then. Not even like like an open end in like a good way where it's just like, oh, it's not the. End. It's just like I. What the fuck? What's gonna what? <laughs> like, like no one gets a, a a solid conclusion to their character arc. It's just, it just makes you mad. You're just like, what the fuck? <laughs> but um, okay. <laughs> Sorry. No, you're good. Fucking Wonder Egg priority, bro. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's so funny when things that have gotten you heated, you finally are able to like express it because I see it in your eyes. You're like, fuck, it's coming out now. <laughs> like, <laughs> I was just like, God damn it, Wonder Egg been priority. Holding this shit in. <laughs> I and I think I never talked about it on the podcast. I was so mad when I watched it. I was like, I don't even want to talk about this shit. I'm so fucking annoyed right now. This is so stupid. I wasted my time. <laughs> So we talked about KOF, uh, Atlanta, Futurama, Crunchyroll, uh, Jujutsu Kaisen Zero, the movie, come to the West, March 18th. I will be working March 18th, so I'm going to try to watch it after, <laughs> but I really want to watch it because I've seen like little clips here and there on the internet and the animation is looking absolutely fucking heat. Ooh. And uh, also Jujutsu Kaisen season two is coming. 2023. <laughs> so, you guys are here. I don't blame, I don't blame Mappa though. They working on Chainsaw Man and some other stuff. So, yeah. I'll, I'll let them write. And they just brought out Jujutsu Kaisen Zero in Japan like a few months ago too. So, it's just like, okay, okay. I'll wait. I'll wait. Oh, also, Dr. Stone's manga ended. Oh. So, that's another manga on my list of things to fucking read. Oh, as my. I'm, I'm like on chapter 145 of Demon Slayer, so I'm almost done. I'm now I'm like officially like all right I'm gonna start get into Doctor Stone now because like I'm just I keep saying it I'm loving this era of like yeah quick stories yeah Doctor oh Stone God. was in serialization for five years I apparently it ended five years exactly wow yeah and so I'm just like fuck yeah and not a lot of people are talking about it because I don't think it's like super popular in the West but you know what that works for me because no one can spoil it for me <laughs> I'm like shut the fuck up I'm gonna read it. Shut the fuck up. I'm gonna read it because Dr. Stone season three also doesn't come out until 2023. So, <laughs> oh, Dr. Stone is fan fucking tastic. Uh, it's so good and it's so refreshing. 
So I, I, I have a couple of like completed uh, manga to read once I finish Demon Slayer. I'm gonna do Fire Force. I'm gonna do Chainsaw Man because I keep saying I'm gonna do Chainsaw Man before part two of it starts coming out. And then uh, I'll do Doctor Stone. But um, yeah, I just just have to shout them out because I love Doctor Stone, bro. And more people should watch it. I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna start. I'm gonna start. That's... Yeah, dude, do it. It's so good. Um, I gotta put it on the list. Last thing. Uh, I will talk about for the quick news is uh, more music's possibly coming. Uh, I've listened to a couple of albums. Uh, I want to give my thoughts on them at later times after I digest them a little more. But it looks like Chance the Rapper is finally bringing out some music. Uh, he hasn't brought out an album since the big day. And of course, you know, the big day controversy. I talked about it when the album came out. Way back his wife. The, about his wife. Ooh, the Ooh, I Love My Wife face, Chance. Um, the jokes are funny as fuck. I was always on board. I was just like, this is it. Because he's been posting, like, clips of, like, songs, like, of some rap. People were like, that old Chance is back. I was like, nigga, Chance never left. <laughs> he made one album you didn't fucking like. <laughs> Literally one. And y'all was like, he fell off. I was like, he still have features. And they was fire. He made one album you didn't like. Anywho, Chance looks like he's been hinting that some music is coming out in March, maybe? So maybe we're gonna get an album drop in March, a mixtape drop in March. Uh, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna keep an eye out on it. Uh, Chance is definitely still one of my favorite uh, modern day artists of my generation, you know? Um, so I'm definitely looking forward to seeing what's going on with that. Like, I don't think The Big Day is his greatest work ever, but I was one of the people that was just like, this isn't even bad though. <laughs> like, I'm like, my only complaint, I'm like, it's a little too long. He could have had less songs on it, but, um, it wasn't even bad, though. God forbid a nigga is happy about his wife. <laughs> also, get ready for my third mixtape. <laughs> oh, I love my girlfriend. I love my girlfriend. Let's ride a bike. <laughs> that meme is still funny to this day. I don't care. I was just like, damn, y'all niggas need to lay off of him. But that shit was... My wife is so good. My wife is so bad. My wife is so bad. Like he was in his like I love my wife phase, real heavy. That's cool though. Good for him. He got married. <laughs> we should go back to his acid rap days. That man is like I think in his early thirties with two kids and a wife. I'm sorry, you want him to do acid? <laughs> you better leave this nigga alone. Yeah, fuck? That, there's a time and place for everything, and that's your early twenties. Mm-hmm. That's his phase, bro. That's it. <laughs> White Claws taste awful, by the way. I was oh, yeah. drinking them, and I was like, this shit tastes like butt. But I got them for free. <laughs> white Claws are interesting because you, uh... By the way, we're not drinking White Claws. We're, we're drinking, drinking 40s, 40s, as we we're promised. We're officially drinking 40s, but we pre-gamed with some White Claws. I got my hands on some free ones. <laughs> and, like, I, my whole thing with the whole seltzer is I'm more of a Truly guy, but Truly is a little more sweeter, I feel like. Okay. Which is a I downside. Truly before. Um... I don't know. I might be talking out of my ass, but I feel like with seltzers, it's just like they creep a bit when you drink more than three, but like, or more than two at least, or at least on your third, mm. they creep and it's nice. It's a nice, it's a nice intoxication, Yeah. but getting there is a fucking hassle. But when you mm. get there, then you don't even care about what they taste like. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. Okay. So moving on out from the quick news, let's talk about some, some topics. Uh, Keep in mind, we're, we're trying to keep it down to, like, two hours. I think we'll do it. 
We're a little long on the quick news, but I think it's fair. We're like 42 minutes in. <laughs> so, uh, Dragon Ball Super. Oh, superhero. Super superhero. Yeah, Dragon Ball Super Superhero. Uh, <laughs> that movie comes out in Japan, I believe, uh, April 20. It's a dumb name, I agree. Oh, just imagine. They're just like, what are you, a superhero? And Gohan's just like, no, and throws his glasses I'm on the ground. Super superhero. Super God damn it. Uh, comes out April 22nd, I believe, in Japan. You guys, uh, I don't know. I don't think they've revealed when it's coming out in any of the other countries. You know it is, though. It's a Dragon Ball movie. They make money no matter what. Oh, yeah. So it's eventually going to come to the West and other countries in the world. But we'll just have to wait and see. Uh, the movie isn't CGI, so people have had controversies about that. I will say, I showed Ryan like the three trailers that we've gotten over the time we've known about the movie. Uh, the CGI's gotten better. The CGI's gotten noticeably better. Yeah. Went from uh, Ruby Volume 4 to Volume 8 in a couple months. Real quick, yeah. Uh, the, the latest trailer looked really good. And I just wanted to talk a bit, just a little bit because uh, a few things we saw in the trailer. Piccolo has a new form. Uh, and uh, from what we've gotten from other information, it seems like Piccolo's form is supposed to be like Ultimate Gohan's transformation. If you don't remember Ultimate Gohan's transformation or how it works exactly, in Dragon Ball Z, when Gohan trained with the Elder Kai, the Elder Kai unlocked his hidden potential to where Gohan could power up to this maximum power, this maximum form of all his potential without even to have... Uh, without even having to transform into a Super Saiyan. So it looked like he was still essentially in his base, but when he powered up to this form, his key was more pure, this more like clear white color, and you get the cool little hair bang, like if he was a Super Saiyan, but his hair is still black, and he just looked really badass. And he just does damage. And then they're all throughout Super, my nigga Gohan was getting folded because he couldn't train, because he didn't train anymore. And then in the Tournament of Power, he trained before that, got his ultimate form back, and you know, I wish he would have done more in the Tournament of Power, but he put in the work, and we saw Ultimate Gohan again. So it looks like we're seeing him more and more now in the manga and the moral arc of uh, Dragon Ball Super. He put in some work, didn't do a lot. You know, he's he was you know still the Goku and Vegeta show. Um, <laughs> but Super Hero is an interesting movie because Gohan and Piccolo are taking the center stage. We know that uh, Vegeta, Goku, and Brawly apparently are going to be featured in the film. But it looks like they're not on Earth. It looks like they're probably trading on Beerus's planet, which means they probably took Brawly to train over with Beerus and Whis, which will be interesting because imagine Brawly with all that power, but he could actually control it without fucking hulking out. He might become a big threat. Uh, and he's on the good guy side. Yeah. <laughs> so it's just like, cool, cool, cool. I like. So that's probably gonna be like their B plot. I like how they did that with Brawly. They're just like, yeah, you remember this antagonist and Z? Well, he's gonna be there for Super and he's gonna be helping. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> I like I like Super Brawly. I've, I've said this before. I like Super Brawly way more than Z Brawly. Z Brawly is fucking boring. He's <laughs> just a big dude. Like, like if Brawl, if Z Brawly was just one movie, if it was Dragon Ball Z, you know, the legendary Super Saiyan thing, with just Brawly in that one film, I'd be like, it's whatever because it's that one time movie villain. Oh, yeah. he's big. He don't like Goku. He's like, cool, one movie. But then we got another. I'm just like, it's fucking, I don't care. Yeah. He's boring. Did we get him thrice? We got Bile Bro. Yeah, we got Bile Bro. But we don't talk about Bile Bro. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that movie is ass butter. Oh my God. <laughs> but anywho, uh, so yeah. So it looks like Goku, Vegeta, and Brawly are training off world. 
because the scenes that we have seen Goku and Vegeta, the, the backgrounds from the few flashes we've seen, they're clearly not on Earth. And even in one shot, uh, the background, you can clearly tell it's Beerus' planet. Mm. So it looks like maybe they meet up with Brawly to train and maybe they take him to Beerus' place. So that'll probably be their B-plot. Let's hope they don't get involved with the main plot, which is showing Gohan and Piccolo in the center stage. Looks like the Red Ribbon Army is back. They have some nefarious plans. I believe from other notes we've gotten so far to, up, uh, to the upcoming movie's release that they're kind of charading as like a pharmaceutical company mm. now. Okay. Uh, and uh, so these androids are supposed to play heroes. So, But a lot of people are speculating like maybe they'll try to like set Goku and Vegeta up to look like criminals and these two are supposed to be like heroes out to stop them. Okay. As a back plot for, you know, the Red Ribbon Army's revenge against Goku and subsequently Vegeta. And even Majin Buu. I believe Majin Buu was shown to be wanted as well. I, I, I kind of noticed that in the picture that they have of Buu, his eyes are open and he looks sinister. And I'm like, that's not Buu. It's Buu from like the early Buu side. <laughs> yeah, exactly. When he was about that's to eat. That's not Mr. Buu. That, that's like Buu about to eat someone. Like, yeah, that's he's not like, Buu now. Buu now is dope. Um, Such a cool dude. So it I looks like while they're looking for them, they're going to find out maybe they're not there. They can't find them. So they go for the next best thing, which would be Gohan and Piccolo, you know? Gohan is Goku's son. Piccolo is a close ally to the Z team. And a fucking demon. And a demon. A Namekian. <laughs> um, but uh, these new androids, I forget what their names are, but they're, one is Mark number one, who's supposed to be like a more serious, kind of like honorable dude. And the other one, number two, seems more like a, a clown. Like, yeah, we just go get the job done. Like he's willing to do like, get his hands dirty for it. So uh, the movie, the movie CG scenes look better. Also, it looks like Pan's going to be present in the movie, and she's going to play like a decently sized role. Because one of the earliest arts we sh saw from the movie was some stuff of Pan. So we knew Pan was going to be a central uh, figure in the movie. Looks like she's training with Piccolo, which is adorable. Also, we saw Piccolo's house, which is also adorable. Piccolo has a little house in the middle of the wastelands. <laughs> I'm like. That's great. I'm yeah. so fucking happy that this nigga built himself a house and he's not just in the fucking woods or over a waterfall. <laughs> just, <laughs> just meditating like, fuck, I need like, to sleep dude, tonight. Dude, you can meditate in your house. It's, like, <laughs> it's so nice that he has a house. Realistically. And a little mailbox too. <laughs> realistically, I doubt Piccolo meditates much anymore. He probably like sits down and turns on the news and he's like, mm, pathetic. Yeah. <laughs> or he's babysitting Pan. Yeah. Um, you know... With oh, Goten and Trunks finally aged up! Oh, they do! Yeah, okay, they they showed some... He, they weren't in the trailers, but for, like, the like some new promotional arts and stuff that they've been showing recently when that new trailer came out, Goten and Trunks were there, and they looked aged up. They look at least to be 16. Are they taller? Yes. Oh, they're, that's all I need. They're notably taller, have new outfits. They look old. I think it's they because... Because they're supposed to be at I, this point. Super I, has moved, like, years yeah. in between that 10-year time skip, and I'm like... These niggas still look eight. Yeah, I think I think the reason why is because Pan is like walking around, so yeah. they can't have kids like the same size as Pan be like we're teenagers and it's like this is a child. Yeah, Pan I think is at least like four. Yeah, how so. old how old do you think she'll be when she goes Super Saiyan? <laughs> uh, six. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It'll be like how'd hey, she get so fast? Well, it's because she's only a fourth Saiyan. <laughs> I'd be like, shut the fuck up. Just shut the fuck up. You know, the human Saiyans go quicker, so the human human Saiyans. 
They come really, out of the wool. Goten and Trunks really didn't grow that much faster than Gohan did at all. Yeah. Besides the fact that they went Super Saiyan at eight, they didn't really go past that. Well, because fuck them, that's why. But also, fuck it's them like kids. They they were more of like the Earth kids, whereas Gohan was just like I I will live with my dad and like my mom and like but fucking he was training to be a nerd. I know his mom wanted that, but he had Goku as a father. I guess. Whereas I just think it's weird because they also like were born without tails. Yeah, which is supposed to show another sign of evolution. Because you know Akira Toriyama did the midichlorians thing, introducing this thing called S-cells. Yes. Uh, so, so that's a thing too. Don't 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 think about it. I don't. <laughs> but Cause he really fucking loves adopting other. Like, oh yeah, he lo- he loves Western culture and other ideas and stuff too to adapt into his stories as much as Eastern. It makes a fun time for Dragon Ball. Yeah. That's why Dragon Ball is so wacky and fun. But, yeah, Goten and Trunks are aged up, which is great. Finally. Thank you. <laughs> I feel like we're we're inching closer and closer to moving past the end of Z in terms of Super's timeline. Because Super's timeline takes place a few months after the defeat of Majin Buu. Whereas the end of Z takes place ten years after the defeat of Majin Buu. Where Goku meets Oob for the first time. Which is the reincarnation of Kid Buu. Also, Oob is very young at this point in Super. He featured a bit in the uh, Moro arc. Goku still hasn't actually met him yet, but he knows of his existence. So they're setting up. So like, okay, if we get past the end of Z, the stakes could be anything now. Yeah. You don't have to worry about, oh, these people need to live because they were there at the end of Z. It's just like, we can start getting rid of niggas if we really felt like it. Yeah. Because the only people you could really get rid of without like it contradicting the end of Z at this point would be like characters introduced in Super, like the Gods of Destruction and the Angels. And please, no, I really like Beerus and I really like Whis. <laughs> like, I want them to retire, not die. Yeah. <laughs> so... I, I'm interested. So Piccolo's ultimate form is coming. Uh, design-wise, people are complaining about the design. Um, get over it. If it's supposed to be like a, f- a transformation similar to Gohan's ultimate form, it makes sense why it wouldn't look that different because Gohan's ultimate form doesn't look that different compared to his base. So Piccolo, if you guys haven't seen the trailer, his skin kind of turns like a yellowish-green tint and the little lines around his arms vanish. So he kind of looks more smooth, but that's supposed to be like his ultimate form. Ooh, he's so smooth. He features Rob Thomas. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm, I'm, I'm interested. I'm excited. Um, I've liked all the, the movies that have come out in the super era, I would say. Um, my least favorite one's probably Revival of F. It's I. Right. It has some good action scenes. Revival of F in the anime is awful. But the movie revival I have, it was cool. That was some cool ass fight scenes. That was dope. Uh, then it'd probably be Battle of Gods because Battle of Gods is just really good and that's what sparked the Dragon Ball Renaissance. Uh, then Dragon Ball Super Brawly was just like, whoa, that was really fucking cool. Simple ass plot so no one could bitch about it. It's just like we know about Brawly's origins now. Yeah. Oh, Frieza's men found Brawly because Frieza's alive again because this takes place after the Tournament of Power. Oh, he's recruiting them. They want revenge against King Vegeta, so Paragus wants to take revenge against Vegeta. Uh, so he's going to use Brawly to do it. Frieza, you know, still wants to beat Goku. Da 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 da. 
They go to Earth because they need the Dragon Balls. Boma's also looking for the Dragon Balls. They run into each other. Boom, fight for the rest of the movie. Yeah. That's literally the movie. We get the prologue of the origins, the setup for why everyone is at this location, fight. <laughs> that, and that is literally it. And I was just like, that's all you needed. Yeah. It was just a big ass fight scene. Vegeta was fighting Brawly. Then Goku was fighting Brawly. Then Frieza was like, I'm going to kill Paragus. Oh, look, Brawly, your dad is dead. Brawly went super stand, started whooping everybody's ass. Except Whis, he couldn't even touch that nigga. <laughs> they, they then really... Gogeta showed up and laid the fucking hands for like 30 minutes. <laughs> they, they did a good job with the advertising for that movie, too. Being like it When you watch it, you're like, yeah, this movie's going to be all fight. Because, like, the, 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 I feel like, I didn't even watch the movie, but I feel like, to me, an iconic Dude, thing. Was, it's so good. When I, when I think about the movie, the more iconic thing that I think about is the scene of Goku jumping. Oh, the and, initial like, trailer of yeah. him warming up. Yeah, I was let like. Me, let me tell you. <laughs> let me tell you. Yeah. Uh, photos taken moments before disaster. Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> shit. Oh. And I'm not talking about for Brawly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Goku got fucking manhandled, bro. Oh, fuck. And he got his ass it was crazy oh, oh I, I didn't know what. it's a really good movie i watched it funny funny uh way back somebody uploaded it onto youtube like years ago somebody uploaded it onto youtube the whole movie and it was up there for like a few months i don't know how they did not catch it but that's how i watched it because i was just trying to look up like clips or like trailers and stuff and then one of the related links was like the full movie and I was like, no, it's not. I was like, holy shit, this is the full movie. Damn. So that's how I watched it. Somebody like literally got to upload it to YouTube. That's uh, the one thing I miss about Facebook is I was followed to a bunch of pages that would randomly post movies. Mm-hmm. So the days where I get off work and I get home and I would like sit in bed and I'd open up my phone to Facebook and it would be like, here's Flashpoint. And I'm like, I'll, I'll watch Flashpoint right now. <laughs> Just pull this up on my phone. Yeah, bro. A lot of people uploaded we're uploading like the first two my hero movies. you know what you know it's a fun fact mm-hmm. i still have not seen any of the my hero films me neither zero i heard they're all good yeah i'm eventually gonna watch them i'm yeah. just gonna marathon them back to back and just be like cool <laughs> but i hear they're all really good but i have not seen any of them all i know is in the second one uh like i guess there's a moment where raka gets a plus ultra moment Dope. I saw the video titled that, and we I was like, "That's the villain it. of the second one, I think at least." I like I like how they always try to like add the films into the canon somehow too. Yeah, like they're canonized into the actual plot. So I'm like, "That's cool. I like how you do that." Like I think the the latest one that came out takes place in between like uh, the time where Deku, Todoroki, and uh, Bakugo are like training with Endeavor's Hero Agency. Mm. It takes place in between that and what's gonna happen in season six. Okay. I'm not gonna say. Uh, <laughs> I know. Um, we're probably gonna get at least one more season out of My Hero Academia after season six. Yeah. The way I'm looking at it now, the the season seven, depending on how this this arc is going, will probably be the last season. I don't think they'll get a season eight af- out of it. I don't think they could. Hmm. They might though. <laughs> they if they want to milk it, I they, guess. I, I see it because they like, are season, they are milking a bit. But but seven. They're just—it seven just sounds like a nice number. It does, but they're gonna be like, we can do eight or nine, maybe ten, because they what they're doing. Stop with the filler! Don't do it. They're grabbing the udder, squirting it 
a little bit into a cup, drink it, and because be like, that's, been, that's a nice tasty treat. That's fine. Have a tasty treat. They, <laughs> they've, <laughs> been pretty class. Good. they've been good with their filler because a lot of their filler is just like, oh, it's the season premiere. Here's like a filler episode that just starts you off. Yeah. And I'm perfectly okay with those. Yeah. Like the start of season, was it season four or season three? Which They're one? The pool one? The pool one? The pool episode. That was the start of season four. Yeah, because it was... Uh, damn, was it? I believe so. God damn, it's been that long. No, no, season four was the interview... Or that was season three. That was season... Because season four was the, the rescue arc with Overhaul. Yeah. Okay, season, season three was when they went to the camp. Yeah. That was the... I keep my... I do, 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 no. Everyone was fucking losing their minds. Yeah. Yeah, the opening, <laughs> the opening episode to that season was a filler. But I was like, this is a really good fucking it, filler episode. It was kind of a clip show episode. It was just like... Uh, Ida, Todoroki, and uh, Deku all just being like, hmm, we went through some shit. And they're like, yeah, we went through some shit, man. And then, but it was all right. I was like, some was, shit? It, was, it, was, it was wholesome. Yeah. And that's, I think that's the same thing with the interviewer guy. Yeah, I like that one. It's wholesome. It's just like, okay, I, I, just to ease you in before we start the arc. And it made me feel good, and it fit the theme of season four, too, where it was just like at the end, he was like, I'm not interviewing you to uh, like put you on blast on the media. I am a big fan of All Might, and I'm pretty sure you're the next one. So I just wanted to see for myself if you were. Hey, bro, shut the fuck up. You're too goddamn loud, nigga. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, you're probably going to rescue some kid someday. And he's like, I'm a human. I can't even lie. That's still my favorite OP oh, just because of how fucking, like, it's so good. I was just. It's literally like one of the most animeiest anime openings. Yeah. I'm just like, I love it. It's but so it, fucking corny. Also, when, <laughs> when you get far into the arc, it'll make you fucking tear up. Mm -hmm. Like, po like after Mirio loses his powers and just gets up and keeps fighting, and then like the episodes following that, every single one when it gets to the chorus, you just kind of like, fuck, this is too much, man. <laughs> My only complaint about that arc is when Mirio lost his powers, right? Yeah, and he was still holding off overhaul they turned it into a fucking clip a slideshow of yeah. things instead of just animating it i was like well that was kind of fucking lazy yeah <laughs> maryland <laughs> supposed to be my nigga's last hurrah you make a fucking slideshow nigga maryland like, actually wishes that they ended the episode with the sound of the gunshot they should have and, and I, then you, the next you would one. kind of expect that yeah and then that way you're like well it ended that way. There's no way he got hurt. And it start, oh, starts off with him, like, on the floor with Losing the thing in him. Yeah. yeah. And then it gets into him because you think that, oh, the episode's going to start off with Mirio getting fucked up. And that's when he gets up and just keeps fighting. Mm -hmm. So you right away get hope in the beginning of the episode. And then then it still goes to shit. But then season five. <laughs> okay. I've been listening to that opening a lot. And I, I think that. It is a really good opening. It is. It, it fits the theme of not just the arc, but like what's coming ahead. Mm -hmm. My least favorite openings are so season four is opening. So it's one, then season two, two, three, four, five, six. So season four is opening seven for the whole thing with the festival. I don't really like that. That opening's okay. Yeah, it's a good song. It's, not, it's it's in the lower. It's not the lowest. For the lowest has the to be lowest the lowest. The lowest for me is the last one. Yeah. Mm, yeah. I it, it doesn't fit. America I'm not Brown vibing. Now. It's not a bad song, but compared to everything else and compared to what's going on, I'm just like, okay, I get it. It's movie promotion. 
Yeah. Just release your fucking movie. There's still an arc here. Yeah, <laughs> right? What about the My Villain shit? Oh my god. I was, don't even get me started about the way they flip shit around. I remember I remember talking to you about the upcoming My Villain arc and I was like, I hope that the opening is really dark and like hard rock and like screaming. And they could have done it and they could have still made it fit the whole thing with the Endeavor Hero Agency. Yeah. They could have easily done that because it's, because had they just kept it in the correct order, the Endeavor Hero Agency would have been like the last three episodes. Yeah. And that could have been like little parts in that opening. They really should have not gone for an epic arc in an arc that didn't have any epic moments for the characters that were featured in the epic opening. Like I was like, the epic parts did not feature the boys. Oh yeah. So why no, are they there? Because they're training. Yeah. And, it, and it fit the way it was in the manga because you know what's happening yeah. with Shigaraki. So now it's just like, yeah, you guys do need to be training because shit's yeah. about to go down. So it fit and it shows their growth too because Endeavor was like, damn, these niggas actually can, can go hard. What they could have done is a really angry, sad, hard, like semi-emo rock kind of song mm -hmm. that features the villains a lot, has the boys in it. And has like one or two shots of Todoroki with his dead brother's picture. For us to be like, huh, interesting. And when it explains that, we're just like, oh, that's a sad motivation. And then later you'll get there. Yeah. But like, it just like, give us more foreshadowing without telling us. Yeah. And I feel like my hero is doing really good with that until that opening. Yeah, that, <laughs> we get really intense on openings, but <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was just like, that's probably like my least favorite one. It's not bad, but I'm just like, compared to the other like, yeah. I'm like, eh, this nah. right. It's like that one, the festival one, and even though it's good, the it goes the the worst in my opinion, in order, mm. the top three worst is the most recent one, the festival one, and then um the one of uh when they're I know what I Oh no nah, bro, I'm no, about to disagree. Hold on, with you. hold on. I'm it's not bad though. I love it. I, I just love the, the wouldn't put it in the I, bottom I, three. I oh the thing is I wanna say bottom two. Because that one doesn't... It's like such a far gap for me. I think that song's a banger. But what, what's your... What's your... I, instead of that one, I'd put... Um, no no hate to it. I would put... What's it called? Uh, one, two, three. Yeah, opening three. Which is uh, the... the do, 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 do. See, I like that one. I like that one, too. But, but see, I like... I, that's I my know, point. I like that one more. That's my point, though. I like the other one it, more. It's like that, though. For okay. me, for that. Okay. <laughs> Before you come at me, bro. Okay. Okay. Like, I just gotta... Right. Right. <laughs> we can have opinions. I'm not saying it's a bad no, song. No, you fucking can't. Not on my show. <laughs> I'll it's, fire it's my, you. It's my show. In my show. <laughs> Your life is in my hands. Trouble started brewing between <laughs> the two. <laughs> started brewing. <laughs> Ron Howard... <laughs> like, it got bad. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, guys, uh, be excited for My Hero Season uh, 6, whenever that fucking comes out. And be excited for uh, Dragon Ball Super, Super Hero. Super, Super Hero. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, April 22nd. But moving away from anime, Ryan has some thoughts about something a little wicked. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, this isn't something I was just like, like, ooh, I'm gonna talk about this. This was I. Uh, I took Marilyn to see Wicked. That was her first time going to the theater. She ooh. kept saying that as we were walking up. She's like, the theater, and I'm like, yes, baby, the theater. I love you. But um, oh, it was adorable. 
But we go, we see Wicked. She loved it. I loved it. Um, right now, Ryan's I'm gonna... a sucker for musicals. I yes, fucking no. love musicals. Ryan loves musicals. <laughs> they're, they're so cool. They really are so cool. I want to take you to see Phantom of the Opera, bro. That one is so fucking dope. I think I could sit there, yeah. Yeah. No, it's, I don't hate musicals. I'm not. I'm not as big as Ryan, but I don't hate musicals. It's just so dope. It because the okay. set, it, the sets okay. are what make it. Okay. Um, but. Wicked is probably one of my favorites, mostly because of nostalgia, mm-hmm. but it's it's a really good one. It's a good story. Do you know the story of Wicked? I know bits. I just want to say one thing, since you're a musical fan. One yeah. quick question: Can can you just can you just agree? Cats is trash. Cats is absolute trash. Thank you. Cats is a coke fueled disaster. My mom saw Cats with her friend, got through the first song, said, "What the fuck is a jellical?" and left. <laughs> like, because people always talk I'm not even talking about the cats movie. I'm talking about the actual cats performance. Yeah. The, the, the musical, the, the yeah. whole thing. Uh when that was big and people talk about like so weird and different and it was so great. I'm just like, was it? Was it though? Cause this shit looked like ass, bro. Yeah. I, <laughs> what the fuck is going on? Cats was literally made on cocaine. Like it's oh, an yeah, actual I know. Fact. I've, I've watched videos on it just because I was so curious as to why people enjoy it so much. Because yeah. I didn't get it. I'm like, am I just dumb? Am I just like an uncultured swine? Like, <laughs> no, I... no. <laughs> no, it's, just, it's trash. It's absolute trash. Okay, it I, it I just... belongs in the trash with Stomp. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to confirm because, you know, with, with someone who's more like accustomed to musicals, I'm like, am I just fucking missing something? No, you're absolutely <laughs> not. It's just uh, play. Okay, do you know what cat, like cats is fucking bonkers. It's about sacrificing cats to alien gods. Like that's what it's about. Yeah, one of them get to go on the ship, and yeah. they have a like a, an alley bum sing-off. Yeah, it's... And the cats are being all sexual. I'm just like, why would I want to watch cats get sexual? <laughs> this is weird. Anyway. And you made a movie out of it? That's where go I'm ahead. going with this. Okay. I'll get to this. They're making a wicked movie. Of course. Um, I've been waiting for this. They put it on hold for cats. <laughs> <laughs> so now I'm a little worried. But anyway... <laughs> As long as Jesus, it, look, man, Christ. if he doesn't have James Corden in it, no. it's probably gonna be a lot. I better. swear to God, if he's the fucking wizard, I'm not watching this fucking movie because I already have worries. Um, so he's back annoying. to the fantastic theater performance I saw. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm gonna talk about this because let me give a shout out to this crew. They were so good. The, of course, the actress who played Elphaba did. Elphabas are always cast as well. Um, mm-hmm. We got a black wizard. I, I had a black, I had a black love interest character, which I don't know hey. is actually. This was a previous time I watched, mm-hmm. so this was yo way before too. Okay. So progress started happening. Shout out to the black witches. Shout but out to my girl Martina. She a witch. I gotta. She is. She's a legit witch. I gotta say, <laughs> I loved this wizard so much because the wizard has a song when he's like talking about himself about how like he rode into town and was just someone different so the people looked at him so he started like doing illusions to make people think that he was magical to give someone something like give them someone to believe in and his song is like they call me wonderful oh yes i'm wonderful this guy came in was like oh they call me wonderful oh yeah i'm wonderful oh, and i was like mm, i ate that shit up it for was... those of you uncultured niggas if you saw oz the great and powerful that was like a regurgitated garbage uh post of what that story is oh yeah yeah 
that movie was not good. Don't watch that. I, I don't have to know all the Wizard of Oz story stuff to know that movie was not good. No. <laughs> so, um, basically, Wicked, for a lot of people who didn't know, we, I thought it was hilarious because I saw it in Orange County with a bunch of people, certain types of people I could tell, mm. going to view a play about systematic racism. Did you know that that's what Wicked is about? When you when you talk about it like that, it makes a lot more sense. But what not, I know about Wicked. But not about Elphaba, like a little bit about Elphaba, the green-skinned girl, mm. but it's not about her. Oh. It's about animal people. Oh. So this is what the plot of Wicked is. At this university where Elphaba and Galinda uh, yeah. meet, by the way, shout out to this versions of Galinda, because before, Galindas have always been like, really bitchy snobby this one was very animated and ditzy and i felt like it fit the character more she was very like like she would like be talking and do like the leg kick and stuff like she's supposed to be a a good person despite all things yeah relatively she's she starts off as a bitch realizes that she Mm -hmm. and humbles she humbles she humbles really well by the way the first glinda i want to see if you can just put this to your ear i have the volume low see if you can tell who that is It's a character, uh, someone who plays a character from a show we love. Is that cl- is that familiar? Yeah. Okay. So she plays one of our favorite slimy, slithery, bug-eyed Vanessa Gecko. <laughs> Vanessa Gecko was the original. Oh my Glinda. god, I could not fucking trace <laughs> it. And it, it makes sense with her. Because I was like, dude, I've heard her, but I don't know where. It makes sense yeah. with her, like, bye. Like it's so yeah. like perfectly pitched, like that. That lady is. When you first fantastic. were bringing it up to me, I was like, at first expecting someone from Steven Universe. Mm. <laughs> and but I was just like, no, it's not from Steven Universe. But I've heard this voice. Like I've heard this character. She's on so many things. Unfortunately, she wasn't on Steven Universe that I know of. But because mm. I looked at her. Uh, like the credits. Nicki Minaj so, was for one episode. Oh my god! Just one. We don't talk about that though. Just one. She was a nightmare on set, apparently. Oh really? Yeah. That's probably why they didn't have her as bad. Yeah, they didn't want to deal with her again. Damn. It was straight up why. <laughs> but um, that, uh, so it, what it's about is uh, while they're at the university, one of the teachers is a goat, and he's mm-hmm. talking about he shares with Elphaba about how he's worried. There's like something bad happening in Oz where like uh, like a, a preacher man that was an owl like stopped speaking and all this and all that and like oh all these animal people are like kind of getting primitive and oh. he doesn't know what's going on and then you find out later that the wi- the wizard of Oz came in and started uh, caging the animals because if they're caged long enough they stop speaking because it was an easy scapegoat for everybody. Like, it's that. It's basically the Holocaust. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> wow. What the so fuck? That's what the wow. Wicked Witch of the West is fighting for. She's trying wow. to stop this. <laughs> what? What? The, when she was in university, the first animal that she released was a very terrified lion cub. Bro. She also... To think years later he'd be responsible for her murder. Oh, there's other 
characters of Wizard of Oz that you meet as humans that turn into other characters that makes things understand why the Tin Man hates her so much or you, why the you, Scarecrow you is so dumb. Know something. You know, you know how I know Ryan loves this shit so much? Years ago. I, <laughs> I, I want to say like maybe like eight fucking years ago, right? We were, we were way younger, right? We were, it was a group of us. We were going somewhere. I forget who you were talking to in the car, but you were literally talking about <laughs> and you were talking about exactly why the Tin Man was the t- <laughs> exactly the Scarecrow was the scare. Like, like I remember that stuff. I don't remember every exact detail, but I was like, I remember you talking. About the this. Scarecrow and the Tin Man are two, sem- one main and one semi-important characters throughout Wicked. Okay, and they have to do with her. Basically, magic is very mis uh, like you don't understand it. It's just she was very natural with it, mm-hmm. so they give her a book, and that's after the, after the wizard gives her the book, she finds out. Oh, basically, he had a bunch that's of monkey. Pe- he had a bunch of monkey people in a cage, and he was trying to give one like the ability to fly because he made up some bullshit story about how he always wanted to like see this, see that. She's like, I'll do that. And then he was like, and look at this! And he pulled the curtains and there's a cage of monkeys with wings. She created the flying monkeys. And he's like, they're gonna be my spies! And she's like, spies? He's like, oh, no, scouts! They're gonna be my scouts! And he's that's when she's like, yo, fuck this! Moral of the story is everything is the wizard's fault. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's There's a lot the of good The moral twists. of the story is everything is the wizard's fault. I'm gonna tell you this. It seems like I spoiled a lot of it for you right now. I I'm sure really you did. didn't. You're, you're enticing me with information is what's happening. Unfortunately, I don't... Depending on what happens, I don't know if the movie would be a good place for you to watch the story. No, that's what I was gonna say. I was just like, damn, it would suck if I watched this movie and was disappointed. <laughs> One character has been cast. And when the casting happened, I was excited. But when I watched Wicked again for the first time, maybe like you had, 10 years, you had your doubts. I realized that despite being a fucking stande, I don't know if I'm down for Ariana Grande as Glinda the Good Witch. Yeah, I don't think she fits that role. Um, It's because she did a uh, cover of Popular with some guy a long time ago. Okay. So she already sang the song. And it's a great song. I, but like, like vocally, yes. But I feel like her, like, yeah. depicting a character like that, I don't know if she could... I, this isn't be... me hating on her. I just don't see her being that character. I, I just... Not even because of the whole cat ditzy thing. I don't, I don't think she could be play that, like, kind of mean bitchy character going, like, humbled good. I don't think she yeah. could play that character off well. I, just... I don't see her doing that. I don't want to see Cat in a blonde wig. Mm-hmm. I, I do not want to see that. And I don't think that's what it's going to be. But I think what she's going to attempt to actually be that character and have that transition, I don't know if she's she's gonna be able yeah. to pull it off. Yeah. I could be wrong. I she could, could be wrong. blow us all out of the water and just do a fucking fantastic I, I, job. I, I, I would wish, love that. I'm not wishing on anyone to do bad. I kinda wish they would just give this girl the, uh, that I just watched on on the uh, they can cast a different alphabet. Alphabet you can give the big name. I don't give a fuck. That's the main character. I understand that. I understand that. But this Glinda was really fucking good. And I kind of, she's adorable. She's like teeny tiny blonde curly haired girl with like big smile. Who's just like, um, and it's like, it fits. Okay. It's like, it per- it works. And I, I don't know. I've, I've had a problem with these like musicals on 
movies where I'm like, I get the casting choices sometimes, but I wish they would give more important singing roles to Broadway stars. Yeah. I like, I still think Nala and Lion King should have just given, been given to a Broadway star and not Beyonce. Well, that movie shouldn't have existed. It shouldn't have existed. (laughs) I will say, uh, Timon and Pumbaa were the best part of the movie. I was like, <laughs> you know, I was super excited when they showed that cast. I was like, damn, it feels black in here, and I love it. Yeah. Who cooking greens? That movie is is not good. <laughs> it sucks that the best part of the movie was the two white guys. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and it's just I, like, guys, we could have just brought all you niggas together to do some cool, unique, original black yeah. movie. Eric Andre and Keegan Michael T. Key did a good job, but I feel like they they should have been given more. Mm. Speaking of, I saw Toy Story 4 recently. I really liked it. Oh! I really liked it. Suggestion. If they changed the name from Toy Story 4 to Woody, it would have been a better movie in a sense. Yes. Yes. Because the Toy Story was over. Had they named it... Because the whole core of the plot revolved around Woody. Yeah. Rather than, like, every single character. Like, characters were involved, but the plot at its, like, core was about Woody. Yeah. And, like, it was kind of like an... I wouldn't call it like, oh, they went after the trilogy. I would call it like an epilogue to yeah. the trilogy. Because I the my when I watched Toy Story three, my biggest problem with the ending of the franchise was I felt really sad for Woody. Like he lost uh, at the end of the movie. I was like, he doesn't know where Bo Peep is. It was mm-hmm. mentioned that in the beginning of the movie and then never touched. So I'm like, this guy's been hurting, and then his best friend leaves. And I was like, I just wanted this. To- I knew this toy was going to be happy, but I knew he wasn't going to be happy. Like, truly, like, like everything was going to be closed. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, because the ending of... If, if Had they not made Toy Story 4, I would have been probably fine with it. Same. Because Toy Story 3 is one of the greatest trilogies of all time. Um, I will defend that with to my last breath. Toy Story 3 is one of the greatest movie trilogies of all fucking time. Yeah, like... And I'm Toy just Story counting it kills. as a trilogy... I'm not counting Toy Story 4. Toy Story 4 is separate. Yeah, it's a separate If they movie. make more Toy Story movies after Toy Story 4, that's a different trilogy. Yeah. Um, that's what the that original... Is. Oh, is it? Yeah. They're going to make more? The, that was the intention. I don't know post 4. Okay. Because a lot of people didn't like 4, mainly because they felt like 3 was the perfect ending. Mm. And, but yeah, no, I don't I think 4 that. is a bad movie. I, I do agree why a lot of people don't want to watch 4 because of how good 3 ended. Yeah. Like, on the note 3 ended on, it's just like, yeah, why do you need another one? So I agree with you. Had they called the movie Woody, it would have it worked a lot better. Yeah. Because that movie was very good. Yeah. It was very good. The opening scene of them trying to save RC from the rain gutter mm-hmm. fucking was breaking my heart right away. It, it was just like, <laughs> It was dark as fuck. This was, I, I like really enjoyed it. I, I love the idea of it, how everything played out, how the villain, you know, you learn about them and da 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 da. It, it's really good. It was a yeah. really good movie. Is it as good as like Toy Story 3? No, I don't think so. No. But again, had they named the mo- movie Woody... I, it, I feel like people would have accepted it yeah. a lot more because it would have been like, oh, that was cool. Plus, all the promotionals was Woody walking away mm-hmm. with his hat tipped. And we, we knew that he was leaving. It was, <laughs> it was a, it, it's an epilogue to the story, Toy yeah. Story trilogy. That's what I would call it. Yeah. 
is the epilogue to the Toy Story trilogy. Like, Naruto ends with Naruto hands Sasuke his headband. Yeah. But we watch those final episodes of Naruto's wedding because we're like... Well, yeah, you know, little... that slash uh, Naruto the last, that's the yeah. epilogue to yeah. Naruto. Exactly. Yeah. So it, it's 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 one of those things where they should have just gave it a different name. And Woody, and that would have carried weight, too, because we, we know who Woody is. We've watched three Toy Story movies. Yeah. So people have been like, oh, a Woody movie. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. And we're getting a Buzz Lightyear movie. Oh, yeah. But it's not like Toy Story Buzz Lightyear. It's like I, Buzz Lightyear Buzz I'm Lightyear. I'm fine with that. It looks really fun, to be honest. No, I'm, I'm super excited. <laughs> it looks really when good. When the black kid came out, I was like, fuck yeah, bro. <laughs> <laughs> we say when Buzz dies at the end, he puts on the helmet. I'm the new Buzz now. <laughs> Buzz Miles, Morales. Miles Buzz Rattles. <laughs> <laughs> and some guy's like, why didn't they just make him his own character? Oh, shut the <laughs> fuck up. You can pass the torch, man. Oh, it's okay. Oh, have different powers? Cool. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure the other guy's hand was burning by then. Like, pass the torch. Come on now, bruh. <laughs> but yeah. Um, so, look forward to Wicked... I am, <laughs> I, I'm also worried because I realize there's a lot to unpack in the whole thing. And they could do it in like a two-hour movie. But I feel like it would do better if... Because there's a time skip. They're going to Wicked Trilogy it. No, there's two <laughs> movies. There's two movies. No. That doesn't sell. But it wouldn't you know work. No. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. The uh, Hunger Games... The last Hunger Games movie didn't need to be split in two movies. Oh, there's I'm, not enough meat. I'm not going to watch it for sure if it's a trilogy. There's not enough meat in the, the last Hunger Games oh, book to make God. two movies. But they did it. <laughs> so like, Because Harry Potter did it. But Harry Potter's last book is like fucking 800 pages. Oh so, my God. And they left things out. <laughs> That's a funny I mean, thing. To be fair, the, the movies left a lot of uh, racially uh, charged things out that they should have. Yeah. Looking at you, J.K. Rowling. Oh my God. When you were talking about the racist thing, it reminded me. I watched a video of somebody talking about the Harry Potter books. There's a lot of like, yo, ma'am, yeah. you need to fucking chill. This like, is racist. The the the, the goblins? goblins. Yeah, the goblins are <laughs> really bad. Because I never read the books. Right? They're, they're, she's she's <laughs> just like sitting there, like, yeah, you know, those stinky big nose media controlling goblins with their money, and you're like, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> yeah, the the slavery with the with the little elves. Oh my god! And you, the funny. Okay, so if you if you're like me, you haven't read the books, right? Get ready for a little treat, right? So I've come to learn that the slavery in the Harry Potter books is touched on a little bit more mm -hmm. than it is in the movies. Oh yeah. Um, it's a very normal thing in the wizard world for uh, people to have elf slaves in their families. Uh, L of uh, the elf slaves actually um, <laughs> fucking do all the cooking and cleaning in Hogwarts. Yep, and everyone's cool with it. Everyone is cool with the elves being slaves, except to the, to the point where the elves themselves love being slaves. Apparently, they like serving people. They're happier as slaves. And yes, Hermione is like. Yo, nigga, this shit is not cool. <laughs> Ron is like, it's the normal thing, though. Yeah. We're all uses. Also, Don't change. side note, side note, you know how uh, JK, you know, before the, the Harry Potter fandom collectively was like, bitch, this isn't yours anymore, um, would just like retroactively go on Twitter 
and just say, hey, this is in the book. <laughs> like how she was like, I always envisioned Hermione as a black girl. This this thing in the book does not help your case. Yeah. If that's if that's what it... Because Hermione, if she is supposed to be black, that means one of the few black people at Hogwarts was like, yo, this shit is not okay. What the fuck? These el- slavery is not okay. And they treat it like a joke. They treat Hermione being upset about the elf slaves as a comedy bit. Yeah. Like it's a funny thing to do. And people also mention, well, what about Dobby? Dobby didn't want to be a slave. Dobby didn't want to be free. Apparently, or Dobby didn't want to be a slave. Dobby wanted to be free. Apparently, Dobby's just a weird nigga. Dobby's just a weird outlier elf. Like, there's always weird people in any racial group. So Dobby's weird for not wanting to be enslaved. What? J.K. Rowling, you write the books. Just make slavery bad. The worst thing (laughs) is they do try to, like, stave their face. They're like, well, he belonged to the Malfoy family, and they would abuse him. We treat them right, though. We give them a place to sleep and eat. And you're just like, that don't make it right, though. They're still slaves. They're still slaves. (laughs) It's like... Oh my god, it's like, a yes. A slave is a slave. Yes, yes what, a slave that was getting beat around would be like, I don't want to do this anymore. But you still have all these other little elves institutionalized. Like, like they cook and clean and they treat me right. So you're house niggas. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> don't be the house villain. <laughs> you can't be black and white anymore. Episode 101. Oh my god, don't be the Hogwarts house. is full of house niggas. Or even just don't be the house fella. Don't be the house fella. <laughs> oh my god, Hogwarts was fucking upkept by fucking house niggas. I'm Ima- so upset. Imagine we got Dumbledore all wrong. He's just like, howdy. Welcome to Hogwarts. Yeah. <laughs> you have a mighty fine time here, young wizards and witches. <laughs> There's also a lot of other racially wrong things. Oh, yeah. Like, uh, one point this video, I forget what the video, the, the YouTuber is called. I think it was just called Shot or something like that. He does a lot of cool little video essay type stuff. I just happen to, it just happened to be recommended to me because I like listening to long form things while I type. And um, he was mentioning the names. And a lot of the time, the way J.K. Rowling gets her name, she takes two things that are kind of associated with each other. Yeah. And like, that's yeah. your name. You got Cho Even- Chang, Seamus Finnegan. Like, that's racist. Yep. King Shackleford? Kingsley Shackleford? Bitch, what? <laughs> <laughs> the black guy is named Kingsley Shackleford. Yeah, there's Kingsley Shack- to Shackleford. Com- to combine Martin Luther King and Shackles. Yeah. <laughs> Bitch, are you okay? <laughs> like, uh, are yeah. you fucking out of your mind? <laughs> and look. If you're a fan of Harry Potter, I'm not saying stop watching Harry Potter. Stop. Because I I love the Harry Potter fandom because they immediately kicked that bitch out of me. Yep. <laughs> when they when they were like, this don't add up. <laughs> they were like, no, bitch. The, the, they kept Harry Potter and threw her out of her own creation. And I love you guys for it. You were like, fuck that. No. It's because... It's weird that a book that taught us to, like, a lot about being, like, very... A lot of morality in those books. Which is funny, because they also touch upon a lot of the morality. A lot of these niggas was kind of shady. Oh, yeah. He a described it. He said, um, 
there's not really like a good side and a bad side. There's good people and there's bad people. Yep. So like good people can make jokes about fat characters as long as the fat characters are bad. Yeah. You know? But when a bad character makes a joke about a good character being fat, that's not fucking okay. Yeah. <laughs> there is that. There like is they that. like like nigga what? <laughs> and it's just there's a lot of stuff like how they nothing's really like changed in the wizarding world at the end yeah. of Harry Potter like when they beat Voldemort. Like el- elves are still slavery is still a thing. Goblins are still kind of like seen as these money grubbing niggas that work at the bank. What the fuck? Yeah. Uh, none of the races really get extra rights. I think centaurs are labeled as beast. Yeah, they're they're confined to the forbidden forest. They're like, not people. They're beast. I always love the centaurs because of how like at least they're written to like, hey, we know that this is fucked up. But nothing changes. Nothing that changes. The, that's the problem. At yeah. the end, nothing fucking changes. You still have the houses because after the time jump, Harry's son's worried. Oh, well, if I get in the Slytherin. You left the evil house that sided with Voldemort and Slytherin? <laughs> right. There was good Slytherins. Yeah, but, but the house doesn't... in general, they either fucking ran away mm-hmm. or they joined with Voldemort. Yeah. In general. I'm not saying all yeah. of them did, but in general. So it's just like, nigga, what the fuck? <laughs> Nothing changed. <laughs> You had 20 year time skip (laughs) and nothing fucking changed. Uh, Final notes on uh, Miss J.K. Rowling. Uh, If you've ever been to Pottermore, which I think is just called Wizarding World now. Yeah. uh, You know, she there's other schools. I think there's like 18 or 11, something like that. There's a a bunch of major schools in the, the Wizarding World. Hogwarts is one of them. It's just the one in the UK. There's one in Japan. I forget what the name was. But the name technically isn't pronounced correctly, even though J.K. Rowling is like, this is how it's pronounced. And she just took two Japanese words and <laughs> them together. And oh, she no. she did the same thing with like another region that's uh, the language is in like Portuguese or something like that. Two words stuck them together. So she doesn't even give a fuck. Even like Hogwarts. Hogwarts. <laughs> She's just putting shit together. And granted, a lot of writers do weird shit like that to make names. I make up weird fucking names. I will just say. Just because. But I I feel like she doesn't care. I feel like she's just doing it to do there it. There is a point where it now hits the realization where she doesn't care. But at first, it really did feel like an aesthetic. Because a lot of yeah. things were like that yeah, in she the was trying war. Yeah, she was trying to do that. It's just when every single thing is like, like, like that. Like, Hogwarts it's is a little, fine. Mm. I'll, I'll live with it. Like, like yeah. yeah, I get it. Ha, 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 ha. Um, but then you have shit like... <laughs> fucking, um... Oh, my God. I forgot what I was going to say. It's just like... Cho, again, Cho Chang. Yeah. Seamus like, Finnegan is my favorite one. You just took two last names and was like, this is their name not racist you could have had cho or chang and no, cho, her name is cho chang i know you could have had one or the other and uh, what if i had both <laughs> what if i had both oh, uh yeah, also yeah. her disrespect towards uh native american culture involving the skinwalkers is disgusting uh fuck you bitch yeah <laughs> um, yeah. Like, she, she just appropriates shit from actual cultures 
and does it really poorly and in really bad taste. And it's like, I'm JK Rowling. This is Harry Potter. Magical creatures. Fantastic beasts. And, and how to appropriate them. Yeah, fantastic. Yeah, I'm, I'm not going to watch any. I was kind of like excited for Fantastic Beasts because I was just like, yeah, I never really got super in Harry Potter, so maybe I'll just, you know, watch some Fantastic Beasts. It's set aside, set beforehand. No, they involve a lot of Harry Potter stuff, mainly, you know, with Dumbledore. And World War II. World War II. Apparently, the timeline is supposed to go up to, like, 1945. Yep. Mm -hmm. So all of World War II is going to be... Mm -hmm. they're, they're about to start the World War II stuff. From what no! I know. No! It's called Fantastic Beasts! Mm -hmm. I thought we were just monster hunting! Who, who is the most fantastic beast? The Nazi! We're like, wait. We're like, yeah, wait. Huh? <laughs> so the Wizarding World was just like, nah, fuck you, Grindelwald. We're not gonna stop Hitler. <laughs> we don't want them to know about the magic. If you do the magic behind the scenes... How the fuck is anyone going to know that you stopped Hitler? <laughs> you just sat there and let genocide happen. I bet the last scene is going to be like them like using magic to make him be like, I'm going to kill myself. And then like, see, no, one of the fantastical justified. beast is going to stop. Oh my God. He's going to send a squirrel after him. Oh my God. Yeah. Um, Fuck all that bullshit. This is stupid. Also, fuck Harry Potter and the, the cursed child. Uh, that entirely can go to hell. <laughs> I hate the idea of this fantastic beast and where to find them. But I can't wait to play a game about some where fantastic beasts, beasts and, and where, where to, to find, find them. them. That's right, guys. We're capping it off. The season premiere. <laughs> With Pokemon. Dun, dun, if dun, if dun, you've listened dun, to the podcast dun, before... Dun, Regardless of wherever you've done it, season one, two, three, or four, I always talk about Pokemon. Pokemon is probably one of my favorite uh, mediums, medias, and forms of media in life. I'm not a part of every fandom, even if I like something. I'll say that you kind of fandom is kind of like a whole other level. Oh yeah. There's a couple of fandoms I'm in. I'm in the Yu Yu Hakusho fandom, 100%. Talk shit about them a lot because they're toxic. Uh, I'm in the JoJo's fandom. Because memes are delicious. Yeah. The toxicity within the group is disgusting. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm also in the Pokemon fandom. That's that's another one I'm in. I'm in a few others, but we're going to talk about Pokemon. Because the Pokemon fandom, every day, inches closer to being on the level of just like, oh, fucking God, as the Star Wars fandom. Oh, there's a <laughs> the reason I left that. The only difference is... The Star Wars movie, a lot of them Star Wars movies did not come out good. <laughs> I wouldn't compare Gen 8 to like Episode 8 or Episode 9. I would not. No. I would play Gen 8 20 times over before I watched Episode 9 again. And I like Gen 8. Do I think it's amazing? No. Not objectively speaking, no. Same with Gen 7. I'm, I'm one of the people who I'm like, there's no such thing as a there's just Pokemon regions you like more than the others. Yeah. I don't think there's any bad ones. Also, Sun and Moon should have just been Ultra Sun and Moon from the jump. It should have been one game. It should have just been the Ultra versions. A lot of people were turned off by Sun and Moon because of, you know, the, the OG Sun and Moon versions. 
Should have just been the Ultra Ones from the start. Yeah. Would have really helped you guys out. I agree. <laughs> I actually play it because it's been a long time. I plan on trying to start Ultra Moon again just to see it. Because the reason why it turned me off was because I was like, I'm playing the same fucking game. No, it's, it's better. Especially once you get to the later parts of the game, a lot of stuff is different. It was just early on, it was just the same early game, on, but the harder. Same, but you can, it's harder, but you can also move faster through it. Yeah. It's not, it's still hand-holdy, but it's not as hand-holdy. You can skip stuff. So that's why I'm just like, when I tell people, I'm like, if you ever give Gen 7 another chance, just buy the Ultra versions. Don't even bother with Sun and Moon. But um, we're moving into Gen 9. Pokemon has a lot of controversy. It always does. That's just what it is. That's the Pokemon world that we all live in a Pokemon world. Pokemon. <laughs> I want to be the greatest master of them all. The greatest master. <laughs> but um, I'm excited for Gen 9 a few weeks ago. We got a Pokemon Nintendo Direct kind of presentation. And I just, it was going to be, a, it was coming on at 6 a.m. in America for uh, my, my, my West Siders. And I was not going to be up for that. I was like, nigga, I don't have to be up to get ready for work until 8. I'm going to sleep. Uh, I just happened to wake up at 6 a.m. I think something just jostled me out of my sleep. And I was like, oh, well, I'm up now. I'll just watch it. It's not supposed to be that long. I'll watch it, and then I'll go back to sleep. And it was just general updates. We got updates for Pokemon Unite. Um, I don't play Pokemon Unite, so I don't remember a lot of stuff they talked about. Mamoswine got drip now. Okay, so drippy Mamoswine. That's, that's all I know. Unite niggas. Um, Pokemon Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl uh, got the Shaman event. So now you can get Shaman and Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl. Oh, it started? Yeah. It oh, started. Okay. I think it started the day it came out. Okay, I need to play uh, it then. I think it lasts to like the end of the month. Okay. Something like that. So yeah, you just jump into your Brilliant Diamond Shining Pearl. You can do the Shaman event. Or if you're like me and have already gotten a Shaman in Legends Arceus... There's some stuff for Legends Arceus for you, too. We got the Daybreak update, which brings you uh, two new side quests, and it gives you massive mass outbreaks. So that's fun. And little other uh, quality of life changes here and there with that update as well. So it's nice to see that they're they're continuing to support uh, Legends Arceus. That was our first update for it, our first big update for it. And we're getting event stuff brought into Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl. So that's also cool to see that they're they're adding events in through via updates. Yeah. So I was like, that's neat. I like the fact that they're doing that. You know, I I heard that. Uh, so uh, Legends Arceus has four cycles throughout the day. Mm-hmm. First mm-hmm. one is Daybreak. Oh. So, so people theorize there's gonna be four updates. I'd be down. I'd be down. That'd be that'd be really. Yeah. Cool. I'm I'm like ooh. Yeah, like, like, and Arceus is a really good game to build when it comes to, like, updates because yeah. it's such a, like, this olden world where, like, people are researching Pokemon so anything can happen. So that's cool that we can have these updates that bring us new things to research and report. And catching Pokemon in Legends Arceus is actually fun, so I don't mind having more things to do. Uh, fun time, fun time. It's a really fun time. I, I, beat, tr- the, I beat the main game already, so I'm mainly just doing side quests. Mm. Expect probably our first... Uh, our first official episode of Drink Tasting to be on Pokemon Legends Arceus. Our pilot episode was on uh, when I did the Cowboy Bebop live-action review. Yeah. So expect Legends Arceus to be coming up soon. Maybe um, 
it'll be the because I wanted like I said on our off weeks we mm. do those so probably on the off week for this episode expect the Legends Arceus review. Okay, cool, cool. Yeah, I, I kind of got to get some wine. I kind of fell behind. Yeah, I kind of fell behind on playing it, but I'm at Mount, Mount Cornet. Yeah, you're 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 close. You're um, close. I was like, actually talking about it to a buddy, um, because he was hesitant on buying the game because he was watching people play it and it didn't look fun to him and i was like i'll be honest watching it and playing it are vastly different because i've tried yeah. to watch people play it and i just couldn't get into it i couldn't i can't get into which watch is, which is great except with, with me <laughs> no that's what hooked me was watching you play it but it was because i looked at the gameplay and i was like because i'm oh that game, looks fun i make games fun nigga. yeah you need to stream more <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> you know what? Before we complete uh, the Pokemon stuff, talk about Gen 9, I'll just make this announcement. Um, I'm finishing it up. Uh, hopefully have it done up in the next couple days, but there will most likely be a link to the hot box on the next on this episode. Yes, sir. It'll be a Discord channel specifically for not just Sporty on Fridays, but for me and hopefully Hiccup. Are streaming too. So okay. if you guys want to watch us stream, it'll. <laughs> if you guys are part of the Discord, it'll pop up. I uh, I'm not good with this kind of stuff, so I'm really trying to figure it out. If anything, there might just be a Discord open without all the bots in it. We'll figure it out. But we'll get there. Yeah, I. Uh, it'll be a bunch of channels for a discussion of the podcast or. Um, you know the different uh, side episodes we do maybe we'll chat with the community members if we build one we, it'll show it'll yeah. alert you when we stream yeah. all that kind of fun stuff we, we trying to we trying to build we trying to expand yeah which is why we're trying to you know work on making our episodes shorter so it's easier to listen through all the way making all these side project episodes so we have different subjects to touch on yeah but yeah expect the hot box which is a good name for like a, <laughs> like a side project to all the, like the drinking shit we have. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, like like that's a cool name to chill. Yeah, it's a the, little the smoky smoke. smoke just yeah. kick back. <laughs> um, but yeah, so we're moving into Gen Nine. If you guys didn't see at the end of the Nintendo presentation, after all the update talk, they were like, "We got one more trailer for you," and everyone in the live chat was joking as we were watching it. Oh, bro, Nintendo Detective Pikachu. Two? Oh fuck yeah! The police officer going down the hall with a Pokemon running. You're like. Also, to be fair, Detective Pikachu Two was actually announced back in like 2019, and we haven't gotten any information about it except yeah. besides the fact that they said they were gonna make a Detective Pikachu Two. So it would have been perfect timing to be like, oh, because the game actually did well enough to warrant a sequel. So I wouldn't have been shocked. A lot of us were not expecting Gen 9 to hit until, or to be announced until 2023. A lot of us were expecting Gen 9 for 2023. We thought we were going to get like a year, just kind of like general updates for Arceus, Brilliant Diamond, Shining Pearl, shit like that. Maybe the Detective Pikachu 2 announcement. But no, we got Gen 9. We got Gen 9. It's coming out late 2022. As per, you know, the main series Pokemon games always come out probably around like november of every year when they're announced so it was a good trailer i'm not yeah. even gonna lie that was a, it's good, a good trailer it, it was the way they did it too where there's just like we have one more trailer they played the trailer when the trailer ended that was it they didn't talk afterwards or anything they didn't say shit they played the trailer and that live ended and i was like that's perfect don't say anything about it drop that trailer that was a good ass trailer don't say shit you don't need to you don't need to say anything. It was perfect. 
Like, it, it was a good setup. You, you had, like Ryan was saying, you had the police officer. He was patrolling some building in the middle of the night, running after something. He couldn't see what it was. He had a little flashlight. He goes up the ex escalator, uh, gets into a room. And also, Ryan and I were talking about this before the podcast. We were like, oh, whoa, this... We thought maybe it was like another Legends thing or like a Legends Arceus update. Yeah, there was a bunch of research all over the mm -hmm. place. There was like the, t the clock was spinning yeah, around. Yeah, so which, it looked like maybe lab involved. I, I feel like there's going to be, if it's not a plot divisive thing, there's going to be a, a trading Pokemon kind of thing along with home. There's probably also going to be the like stuff about Arceus. No, like, there is. I feel like there's going okay. to be time travel. Okay, because you because you didn't you didn't see you didn't see the stuff on the website yet. So I'm going to talk about it. Ooh. Okay, so the cop gets in, like, you know, the clock starts changing, and the screen flashes, and this light goes over, and everyone, I know everyone watching the live was just like, what the fuck is happening, bro? And then, after the flash of light ends, we see this backdrop, it's just like this beautiful kind of, like, grassy area with, like, this town in the back with these big old buildings, and everyone was like, oh shit, it's Gen 9, oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> I, I even was and, convinced it was more to like another area in Arceus until I saw like the more modern buildings and yeah, I was like way way it, way in the in the scenery looks so fucking like way more open yeah yeah and, and all this shit going down we no new Pokemon were shown just a lot of like Pokemon from previous gens Ryan mentioned a lot of Gen four Gen four Pokemon were being shown which I think fits because we're still technically yeah. in Gen eight and we got you know our Gen eight Pokemon and we got the brilliant diamond shining pearl arceus stuff. it's familiar yeah it's familiar pokemon. we saw pokemon from other gens too like we saw survivor we saw uh meowth we saw what's his name so Sto stojaner yeah from gen 8 yeah i was like oh gen 8 one it, it was an interesting pick for gen yeah. 8 uh Spoblu. uh pikachu of course could have it without pikachu and uh people were watching and people were still like damn is this Detective pikachu too uh, you see, like, uh, also, a lot of people don't like the, the, the trainer's, like, default design. I don't either. But um, close customization has become just, like, a major, major factor in the Pokemon yeah. game since Gen 6. So we'll be able to change their clothes, I'm that, sure. That's why it's so basic. They're not going to give us, like, such brilliant designs. I, I know, but, like, even, like, since the customization, like, you know, since Gen 6, 7, and 8... Those designs are still more visually pleasing. Yeah. Than what we got for Gen 9. I'll, I'll admit, we popped into uh, Legend Arceus with a shirt and shorts. Yeah. Like, like they meme the fuck out of Gen Gen 8's uh, female trainer with the fucking rough oh, iris. Like, ah, oh, you wee shite. Yeah. Like, people loved it. <laughs> like, it was adorable. It, there, it does fit with the some, culture. It does fit with the culture. I just think it's there's some plain. kind of funky, ugly designs. I do like that depending on the version you get, the sword shorts are different. Yeah. Like, I do like that. It, it kind of clues you in. Like, of course, you're still going to probably be able to change your clothes. But maybe there's, like, some plot differences because yeah. of it. Because that's the first time you actually have, like, actual, like, visual or color changes between outfits, between versions. Yeah. Usually it's always the same outfit regardless. Besides, of besides when you played Emerald, uh, the bandana switch from like, yeah, but that green. was like Emerald. Version. Yeah, it was yeah. Emerald. Yeah, version. so it, it it made sense. So it's just like, oh, that's cool. So at the end of the trailer, like the we see this kid running into his house. It's like this really a lot of stuff points to it being a Spain region, even in the little research lab room. So everyone's just like, yeah, this is Spain or going to be involving the whole Iberian uh, Peninsula in general. So that's cool. 
Still hoping for our Africa reach one day. They gotta I, do it. I always roll. I always am just like, come on, my, Africa, let's do it. My my top three. Africa for Gen Ten. Let's go. My 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 three that I want is like Africa as a whole because there's so many vast like different changes of geography It'd in be, Africa. Yeah, exactly. Like I feel like Africa and Australia, you gotta do as a whole. Mm -hmm. Like one of one Africa, one Australia. But I also want like a region that goes along the Amazon. That'd be that'd be interesting. Yeah. That'd be an interesting thing to do. But yeah, no, the Spain-based region, I'm still down for it. So we go back into the normal world. The cop looks at that that shining screen again. It's like this, this mural or picture. And it shows our three starters. And they're ugly and adorable at the same time. Uh, they didn't say the names in the trailer. They do say them on the website. So the grass one is called, I think it's called Sp Sprigito or something like that. Yeah. Uh, the fire one's called Fue Coco. I love Fue Coco. I'm, I, Fue Coco is my son. I claim my child. If you talk shit about my child, we're gonna have to fight. I love how stupid it looks. I think I love it. I'm basing my decision on the final evolutions. I'm gonna try and ignore the middle ones. Okay. But I'm gonna yeah, base the middle ones are usually always kind of rough. right now. I because oh, of how the water one is Quaxley. Yeah. <laughs> because of right now how stupid it looks, I think I'm leaning more Fue Coco. And usually I try not to pick. The ones that I feel like everyone's going to pick, because I want. Well, a, a lot of people one. want the cat. Yeah. I mean, I actually I've seen kind of an uh, it's, equal it's, distribution. It hasn't been this equal since like honestly Gen Four. Yeah, I've seen a lot of equal like I've I've seen a lot of people just like oh I want Spaghetto oh I want Quaxley oh I like Foy Coco like I've seen everyone a population yeah. like a crowd for each one. Usually each game has one specific one. Like I know a lot of people really wanted. Um, What's his name? What's the first form for fucking Inteleon and Jenny? What's his um, name? The, 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 I forget. The, the, yeah, the, the, the thing. The little water one. Yeah. People really wanted that one. And then they saw what it evolved into. Yeah. And they, I was like, nigga, I love rabbits and I always pick fire starters. So, yeah. so, so my nigga, my nigga score bunny was for me from day one. And I actually like Reboot. I, middle evolutions are usually ugly. I like Reboot and it's weird. Like, I got my little hoodie. Don't talk to me. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, incinerate, uh, incinerate is fucking great. <laughs> I I tend to be more of a grass Cinders. guy, but I do I do jump around because like I I have a pretty vast one, but I realized recently like I pick a lot of grass. I'm sorry. That's yeah, what the was called. Yeah. Yeah. I um I just don't know which one to pick. It might be either Foy Coco or the the fucking the duck hat. Quaxley. Quaxley. It might be one of those. Have you have you seen people like memeing like um uh, uh Josuke Quaxley? Oh my god, yeah. I actually <laughs> meant to send you this one picture I saw. It was all four all three evolutions and it was like them doing JoJo poses and stuff. When I saw the Josuke Quaxley, I was just like, don't make me pick a water starter for the first time in my entire Pokemon career. Yeah. <laughs> Bruh. Um one of my favorite uh things was this was my own little thought. It made me think of the duck from Billy and Mandy. The oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, dude, but I'm, I'm super stoked. I'm like, they look dumb as fuck, but the more you look at them, they do. Yeah, they, they do. dumb as fuck. That's why I got turned off. I was in a bad mood, and I saw this, and I was like, they look yeah, stupid. Yeah, we were texting about it. <laughs> I was like, I was so, he was like, I like them. I'm like, they look stupid. But when but when we watched the trailer before we recorded, right, it was like, the more I see them, the more I kind of love them. <laughs> and I was like, I think that's the effect for everyone. Everyone was like, these things look ugly. 
But I, I said it's like, you know how people like, like pugs? They're like, pugs are so cute when pugs are fucking ugly. I think that's what it is for us. They're like, it's that ugly cute. It's like, you are so stupid. I love you. I want to hold you and cherish you for the rest of time. That's why I'm stuck. Because like the kitten, of course you're going to hug a kitten. But the ones that I'm just like, oh, come here, you ugly thing, are the duck and the little pepper croc. Yeah. So, you know what? I, I can't decide between them. Fue Coco is, is definitely going to be pick, him. I always pick fire starters. Regardless, I always pick them. And the only one I was ever turned off from a little bit when we got to the final evolution was Embor. I don't really like Embor's design. I As I've grown over the years, I'm just like, it's high. It's definitely my least favorite. It's one of the few fire starters that you would look at and you'd be like, because mm, I'll, I'll play I like, Charizard instead. I like Tempig. Yeah. I like. I think Tempig is adorable. And then you get to like Pig Knight, and you're just like, okay, you know. Yeah. Middle evolutions are always weird. Then you got to Embor, and then you're looking at Embor. You're looking at Samurai. You're looking at Superior. Oh, I loved Superior. And you're just like, God damn it! I got the short end of the stick. When I when I picked uh, little Snivy, I thought I was going. To, I picked wrong. Like no, partially Superior. Through. Superior looks. Oh, dope. he's so cool. Yeah. When he when he got evolved and he had no arms anymore, I was like, Oh, you're yeah. a snake. I'm a snake. <laughs> like, I'm a snake. I was like, Did I just pick a worse Trico? Oh no, I didn't. Oh. And then um, people don't like Delphox. I like Delphox. It's cool. I like. I think people just got salty that Greninja ended up more OP. Like people are like, they like made Greninja OP on purpose, and I'm like, well, yeah. I mean, maybe, but also sometimes Pokemon just turn out better than others. But I remember a lot of people were like, Delphox's design is awful. I'm like, is it though? It's really not. It's not. It's a fox that's a wizard. It's very self-explanatory in its design. Yeah. So I'm like, is it really that bad? It's like cool. So. I acknowledge that Green Ninja is probably the coolest one from Gen 6. It's so fucking cool. I'm so packed. I, I saw that. We got, I saw we, got, we got Green Ninja as the man in Gen 6. We got Dusijuai as the man in Gen 7. We got my nigga Cinderace as the man in Gen 8. I, I almost had a 3 for 3 because I picked uh, Grookey, but that's just because I thought a grass monkey, that funky monkey, it, was it's, so it's fucking cool. Great. It's definitely my second favorite of the, the three starters. Yeah. I've grown to like be okay with Inteleon's design at first. I was like, what the fuck? But now I'm just like, it's fine. It's not that bad. I, I've been thinking about putting all my uh, shield Pokemon in home and starting again with uh, mm. uh, the Cinderace. Because yeah, I've been, I, w I just kind of fell off, and I'm like, I need to do this. I again. love Cinderace. <laughs> I love Cinderace so much. Everyone has cool signature moves. Cinderace's signature move in terms of animation is the best one. Sorry. It just looks like a fun Pokemon to play with. Pyro Ball has the coolest fucking animation. He takes a pebble, lights it on fire, starts dribbling it up and down with his foot, and kicks it at you. That shit is tight. He kicks a fucking fire. Like, just the animation for it is so cool. That is cool. I feel like they dropped the ball with Inteleons. I get that he's like a little snipey snipe, but it's so like, ching, and he shoots. I'm just like... You could have done something cooler. Yeah. Uh, what what's Grookey's final evolution called? Uh, it's Rillabunky. Rillabunky. Funky monkey. Rilla I I like his animation too with the grass drums and the vines, but I just think uh fucking Pyroball looks fucking dope. I, I just love Cinderace. I got my little score bunny. Yeah. My son. Your you son. know my kid. 
I need a Cyndaquil, because that's my kid. Oh yeah, Daze, my Typhlosion. How's he doing, by the way? He's great, bro. He's fucking awesome. <laughs> I fucking love that Typhlosion. I love the Fire Ghost typing, bro. The Infernal Parade is his signature move. Fucking dope. Um, I it, really... it, 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 it has a chance to burn, and it does... I think double damage when a per a target has like a status effect. Mm. So I can burn you and it's just double damage. I'm just like, yo, this thing is awesome, bro. <laughs> and I have flamethrower, so I could burn you with flamethrower if I felt like I'm actually um uh I I really enjoy fucking uh, Lord Tootsie. Oh yeah. I, I do. Yeah, the decidue. It's funny, I don't use its signature as much. Oh no! Like I do because it's my one fighting right now. Mm. I think I have um, that one. I have I think Leafage, um, Aerial Ace, and Brave Bird. Okay. Because I nice. that's a nice little set. Yeah, because I, I I have other things that use grass. Like um, uh, I think I changed Gohan to use Charge Beam. My uh, my Alkazam now because I got a Link Cable. So I was like, oh, I'll just evolve this guy real quick. Mm. But then uh, Zebra, my Sylveon, has uh, Magical Leaf. So I was like, oh, I don't oh, need to put so too yeah, much grass yeah. there. And then I have Infernape, so I'm like, he has Fighting. So I was like, I I'm not touching him on my Flying too much. I don't, it doesn't have Stab, but it's like level nine on all of its stats. So I'm like, okay. yeah. <laughs> yeah, I got a- um, fun game. I got the Hisuian Typhlosion. I got uh, Ursa Luna, cause I was like, yo, this shit looks really cool. I want one. I got Overquill, because he big mad. So my, my Hisuian Typhlosion is named Daze, after after Ryan. Uh, my Ursa Luna is named Big Mama, because she a big mama. My Cleaver is named Ambidextrous, <laughs> because she can cut you with two hands. Uh, Overquill is named Big Mad, because he big mad. <laughs> uh, my Hisuian Gudra is named Sir Drizzle. Cause, you know he dripping everywhere yeah and then i have hasui and lilligant who i'm just like i fell in love with i love hasui and lilligant i'm like you're so adorable you just dance and you're just like i'm happy <laughs> <laughs> like, she just dances and does little pirouettes and kicks you and uh i named her left feet because <laughs> <laughs> like dancing oh i have two left feet yeah <laughs> Odina loves it too. She's like, oh, that's pretty. It's a pretty Pokemon. I showed her a picture. She was like, material girl. <laughs> <laughs> um, fuck. I don't remember my names. I, I, I love them though. I love my team. I'm the type of person, I've, I've caught a shit ton of Pokemon in Arceus because you know, it's a part of the plot you have to. But I'm the type of person, usually when you play a Pokemon game, I get my core team of six. Yeah. And that's kind of just what I have throughout the main story. I, I like bonding with my Pokemon. I'm kind of there too right I now. I like the friendship aspect. I'm like, this. these are my niggas. These if, are my babies. What I'm doing is I will kill you. basically that. But every now and then I'll get a Pokemon and I'll be like, okay, one of you guys is retiring now. Mm. So I have a box of my named Pokemon. Aww. But right now my team is uh, Decidueye, Lord okay. Tootsie. I... I got an Infernape named Julius. This is the first time I've rocked an Infernape. Infernape's great, right? It's a cool Pokemon. He's great. Yeah, I've Infernape. always known it was. I've just, I love Torterra. It's a big fucking grass turtle. It's stupid. Oh, no, I no. Love it. I, the Gen 4 starters are great. It's, yeah. it's hard to pick. <laughs> I uh, had a, an Alakazam named Goku before, so I named, a, I caught an Abra, named it Gohan. So I got my Alakazam <laughs> named Gohan. 
I got my Sylveon named Zebra. Hey. Zebra is kind of like, I don't, uh, I don't use him a lot, but when I do, it's like, before my final Pokemon, it's like, I send it, I send him out and he handles. He's okay. like my ace in the hole. Okay. Because he's very well-rounded with like different things. Yeah. Yeah, I really, I, I love when I when I bust out Sylveon, I'm like, this is a good fight. Okay, <laughs> love Sylveon. Um, I got a cleaver uh, named Cynthia. Hmm. Yeah, little female. It's my only female on the team. Oh really? Yeah. I think I have like, I think mine is split. I think I have three males, three females. I messed up. I was intoxicated the other night, and I added the newest member to my team. I took out uh, Static, my Luxray. Mm-hmm. I uh, added an Alpha Hizuian um, Gudra. Oh, damn. Yeah, I just caught it. I named it uh, Priscilla, but it's a male. <laughs> Leave it. Yeah, it's a plan. <laughs> Leave it. It looked like a Priscilla. Bro, you can, you can teach it um, Steel Beam so you can just lose half your HP every time you fire it. <laughs> You literally lose half your fucking HP firing off a steel beam. That's wild. Yeah, I was just like, God damn, the recoil on that motherfucker is wild. <laughs> it, Pokemon, I, I, hopefully, it looks like this is, this is about to be a year for Pokemon if we keep getting updates for the other games. And we got Gen 9 coming out at the end of this year. Looks like Game Freak's trying to be like, yo, look, niggas, you was talking all that good shit. Yeah. What if we hit you with all of this? So, so, we'll see. We'll see what's to come. But that's that's about going to cover it for today. Hey, we did it. Yeah, we're, we're like two hours, three minutes in. So, you know, a little off, but we're just about done. So, yeah. it works out. I'm going to give it to us. Look at, look at us being a tasty treat for people to actually enjoy. For real, instead of like three hours. <laughs> three and a half hours. I don't know if we'll do it this time, but we do. I think we are going to run with the bonus thing, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Every t every time we're like, let's keep recording. Mm -hmm. Stop it here. And then we can do more if we want to. Yeah. Yeah. Well, but um, that was it, guys. That was season five premiere, episode 101. Or, you know, we can call it episode one. It's the reboot. You know how it goes. <laughs> but spread the word to your friends. Uh, if you enjoyed the podcast, please rate us five stars on whatever you can rate us as. Please, you know, give us a like follow spread the word to your friends and just keep listening we we love the support thank you guys so 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 very much we will be back in about two weeks as of this episode comes up but uh next week the uh first drink tasting should come out it will be my pokemon's legend arceus review so expect to see that coming out next week uh we love you guys so much ryan any closing words you want to give out um computer you heard it here folks first you heard it here folks first you blinds heard it here first folks bob marley eyeball this nigga is just describing shit in my room <laughs> deaf leopard <laughs> don't elaborate something pretty Oh. <laughs> okay. Uh, also, <laughs> closing out, closing out on this episode. Wish me luck, boys. Wish me luck. Uh, this episode is coming out on the 11th. That means the next day, the 12th, I am proposing to my girlfriend. So, woo. Ooh. We will find out next episode. <laughs> she says no. 
102, so she said no. <laughs> it starts uh, off with him crying, and I'm like, oh, it's been like this for like two weeks, man. That'd be some dark shit. But um, wish me luck, guys, <laughs> guys and gals. Much love to all of you. Thanks, man. I love you, dude. I'm Season five, baby. It's going to be Woo! 25 episodes. That's what we planned it for. So much love, guys. We will catch you next time. Love you, love you, love you, love you, love you. Peace, shalom. Yeah, J.K. Rowling's racist. Oh, yeah. Don't wait up. 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 I see you once every blue moon. Otsuki me, it's like a festival. Shit, that's about life. You make my mind small. I'm like Pebbly Pew. Get lost in my bed. You on little way. Hit the D slow side stroke before I switch tunes on you. In your ear, I see, I see, I guide you. You don't need no nigga, and I like that. Ain't no babies round your neck to freeze, but gave me time to waste time. I found some peace of mind and made it time to ease your mind. We be child like raise each other like scum. Fuck flower boy, bumblebees and garden sheds. Pollinating some flowers, yeah. We still apart. Look, I could be the one to lead if you believe that we could be. It's hard for me to feel the breeze. Can those be autumn leaves? They peak just like your cheek. We do this back and forth. The rambling. I'm off the awkward off the topic. Do you want this pack of Charlie Parsons? Shit. Can you give me one second? Okay, now someone told me when it's coming. That I could be a plushy cuddler with you or something. A weighty blanket sipping chocolate neck and Kobe mumping. A crunchy roll get cozy. My little story while we watching. I know that you ain't wanna start the combo. I see the way you look at me, the fireworks my starting. Ruby red cheeks roasting marshmallows, how I feel this lacking. But Tashini wa koku haku ga ani ma. Wait up, wait up, wait up.